You're now listening to Sound Talent Media. Check out more shows at SoundTalentMedia.com. to grind a hardcore podcast the preeminent I'm, I, the preeminent i am one of your hosts my name is patrick i'm bob i'm tom and our guest today kara hi kara hi hello hello kara uh tell me your uh, bona fides as i don't know them. You, you you are a longtime uh showgoer uh who is also a photographer though you say purely recreationally uh, yes and uh J- jersey girl new is jersey that correct? Like from New Shore. Jersey. Jersey Shore. Oh, oh, Jersey Shore. Okay. Um, thank you so much for joining us. Uh, we Full disclosure, we just did a podcast that had started out as, hey, let's do a Sound and Fury recap. Uh, and when then, you hear it on Patreon, we're going to introduce it as Axe Grind 27, unless Patrick edits that. But this is Axe Grind 27. Right. Because that one got raucous. You want to, do you want to explain what happened? I, I don't even know what the fuck happened. We had you one... stepped out. You just dipped. <laughs> yeah, no, I really did. I was just like, hey, Swank, you want to go outside and talk about hardcore? And yeah. then I was like, this is I nothing know. I want to do. Uh, um, so it, we had Steve from Backtrack Candy and, and Candy. Backtrack here. He didn't really have much to say. And then a little Steve, I love you. You're my brother. I mean, he's a nice, very nice man. Very nice man. Nice Dude, guy. Guy. Kid, very nice person. Human. I don't know yeah. if he subscribes to gender, to be honest. Okay. Um, and then all of Sound and Fury showed up in your in your dining room, and it got a little chaotic. It happens. And people didn't know how to use a microphone. Yeah, that happens too. So for uh, a I lot can, of it was like, yeah, it was. I compared it to uh, for people that listen to hip hop podcasts. It reminded drink me of drink, drink champs, where which they got drunk to do that, right? And we right. didn't need to get drunk to do that. I don't. I think everybody, everyone, every everyone except Swank is who's been in the house with straight edge. So a bunch of straight edge people yelling over each other, but that it, happens. It will be a Patreon episode because there is the a content lot to, is good. Yeah, there's a lot to enjoy, but it just it, it got a little chaotic. So we're gonna uh, do a quick sound and fury, touching on different parts of, of that particular festival. But before we get there, let's let, let's give a little shout out to uh, our Lord and sponsor. Uh, uh, <laughs> Who's re up? Thank you, son. Oh, he has. Triple, triple B Records. <laughs> that is uh, 
that is uh, we call ourselves the preeminent pre- hardcore. Yeah, we call ourselves label. the preeminent hardcore. Is podcast. that obnoxious? Because I was thinking about that. Obnoxious no. is all hell, and it's great. It is yeah. right. Here's the thing. I'm like, we're going to get into it. I'm, I'm highly competitive. I am too. And I think I mean, so. Am I? You but gotta, still, I you, feel like it's kind of. Nah, oh, we want to shout out uh, another podcast. We'll get to it. Yeah, I, but the you thing wanna, is, yeah, you, but in a nice way. I, I don't know them, so we it's don't okay. To I want to. I think there's people who would, be, who would want to check it out. Yeah, but in the meantime, you got to wear your championship belt. Yeah, yeah we got yeah. the belts. I wear it on my shoulder. Okay, best hardcore okay. podcast. Best podcast. Whoa! So, got people. Got people in our mentions going. Yo, I can't listen to other podcasts because Ice Grind does it so good. Yeah. <laughs> Is that true? That's real. Is it really? Yeah. I'm not gonna even All right. Act. Cool. So, so here's the deal. Thanks, Karen. Appreciate <laughs> it. Uh, Sam at Triple B uh, saw uh, the potential here early on, early on, Mm -hmm. and uh, has acted acted as our sponsor, and we're grateful to have him. Uh, I think that you all know if you've listened before, uh, you go to triplebrecords.limitedrun.com, and also we should shout out the Bandcamp, triplebrecords.bandcamp.com. Right, and. Uh, you go there, the, he's got totes now. I know that I sound totes. so lame because I keep saying textiles instead of the fucking vinyl that like is his bread and butter. No, but that's okay. Music, like, I, but, yeah. I got some music. So you, give, you want me to okay. get the tote? I think the tote is actually kind of cool and I don't like totes. Totes are big. Totes, totes are, are really huge. Big. Totes and are I, huge. Here's the thing. I don't like them until I realize, oh, I need to leave the house right now and I need a tote. You actually carried a tote. I did. I saw you on the train yeah, on, with a I tote. Did. Um when the I got my DL, had a nice to get on the New Jersey Trans without. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He, I'm the man's got the codes. I don't think you should sure. share that because there's. It, it yeah, we keep that there. low. I'm not. Yeah. I gave it to Amanda. I'm not giving it to anybody else. So really, for, that's all right. For yeah. people at home, uh, Tom and I took uh, the path train today. Is that right? New Jersey no, Trans? New Jersey Trans. Oh, is it different? You are. Yes. That path train only goes to like Jersey City and Hoboken, Newark, and Newark. It's so like three stops. Oh, we took the path, right? Yes, yes, we did. Sure. <laughs> he yeah. said it with such confidence. Yeah. I was like, waiting for you to roll, and I, I was just going to let it go. I followed all the signs to the path train. Did well, I not get well, on the path train? Well, you somehow you would not have made it on the path train. Wow. A blind squirrel so, finds a nut. So I, we took some form of public New Jersey transit. I rode a train today. Yes, I rode a train today. <laughs> the North Jersey and coastline. I'm sitting waiting with the rabble. You know, I mean, up uh, up in the area where it's like a it's like a bullpen full of uh, irate people waiting yes. to get on a train. Tom texts me and says. Uh, Get down here with the civilized yeah, people, it's please. It's track seven, and I say, uh, "How do you know? That? Well, you know what's going on here." And then he reveals that he is. I'm a, a guy who trained, knows a guy. Yeah, he and knows he has. A guy. He's down there sipping on something, and you're. Doo, 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 Honestly, I did this for three years. I, I ha- you, he was you gotta you learn know some it. stuff. He was the only person on the train. I have uh, so the doors. That's not, rad. The door That's is straight not up open. Impressive. The door's not open. I open the door, which makes you look like he a goes, lunatic. How do I get yeah. down here? I'm like, look like a mole person <laughs> and just open the door and walk. It's yeah. fine. Yeah. yeah, but but then you look like a fucking total you look, suspect. You look yeah. ISIS. You look because yeah. you, like, you're yeah, like sneaking through the well, door. I mean, you I picture other people going. That man has a bag. Yes. Yes. He's got a tote. Yes. But he they probably look at me like. Oh, he probably works on the tracks. So the guy from from uh, Penn Station, the Port Authority security guard, saw Patrick sneaking down to track seven and pointed and said, it's that man yeah. with the triple yes. B tote bag. Yes. <laughs> so and that, should, that could be you. And the intelligent lion or whatever shirt that you always talk about. So I do like that one. I so, saw that at Sound of Fury a couple of years ago. Nice. So everyone, uh, go pick, uh, go check out Sam's wares over at Triple B. Axe to grind, discount code. Oh, yeah. Spell it out. Yes. 10% get, off. Get that tenner. 
Yeah, and cool. uh, since since Tom and I also like music, Kara, I assume yeah. you like music as well. Yeah, Patrick I got likes the Fury th- record. That. Yes, yeah. uh, it's good, right? Very good. Um, two stories with that. Then one real quick one, uh, discussing Fury with a guy who who's like, ah, I don't know, I can't listen to it. But he's like, every time I'm listening to something on Spotify, the next song comes up and it's Fury, <laughs> and I'm like, damn, this is good. Um, the other piece of music, so get the Fury Paramount LP antagonized went and saw them in brooklyn the other night i went to half a show and um you leave before no i was i was there i was there (laughs) in Um, body and but not in mind i was there in my spirit was there um my body might have been eating mac and cheese so um (laughs) antagonized was very good sam is in antagonized i believe you can get the demo from his web store if you can't just keep an eye on it put one of those like check let me know when this is back in stock uh it's aaron bedard from bain a bunch of guys from mass Put on a good show. I heard Bedard seemed nervous. Do you... Uh, do, do you uh, are, Did he seem nervous? No. <sighs> his first show without those dudes probably in 20 It's like, yeah, this was only his fourth yeah. show That's a big venue, too. I, but I found that fascinating. Yeah, I, I really found that really very... So somebody that was there was like, yeah, it was kind of weird. Bedard, for the first time in... Because this is somebody that started going to shows... You know, maybe, maybe right after the no, not Bedard. I'm no. saying right, right after oh, the witness yeah. was somebody that w- w- started going to shows, probably as Bain was ramping up, sure. right? And so they had only seen Bedard being with this tight unit, you know. What sure. I mean? And to see him maybe in that space where you're just starting out in a band and kind of not at, mm-hmm. because I've always tell that story. The guys in Bain could literally play those songs if if yeah. you ask them all, hey, lay down during the middle of the set. And don't miss a note. They could yeah. all do it. Oh, yeah. You know I mean, sure. drummer included. They could all do it. I bet they, I mean, they're the band who, when they're doing practice, they probably like, all right, you play your guitar upside down. Yeah, and I'm, just for I'm only going to drum with one arm. Just now. for Let's challenge. see how we do this. I, t- I say it all the time. Zach and I had a full conversation while he was playing the guitar during his. It was very, <laughs> very impressive. But the point is that uh, I think it would be fascinating because I've never seen Bedard in that way. I think it would be fascinating to see somebody who is a. a whatever we want to call him mm-hmm. a craftsman or just very good at what he's yes. done but now has a completely different set of tools around him and I think that that's just interesting it was cool I think the band's good it was interesting because it'd be like if you knew someone who was in a marriage for 40 years mm. and they left the marriage the oh. and they're, they're on <laughs> a date with, they're on their Got third it. date and it's cool mm. but you only knew them in that context right, sure. so whatever your perception is it might not be the actual but your the way you're taking that information in is like you are the same person. You're doing the thing that I knew you to do. Like you and this, you know, you're like, you're eating, okay, you're eating at the same restaurant you always loved. You, but you seem different, but some so much the same. I think it's really good. I'm curious to see what they do. Cool. So, uh, Triple B Records. Thank you, Sam. Check it out. Let's go. Let's go. Uh, w- avoiding some of the same talk that we've done on our now Patreon episode, <laughs> let's do a quick Sound of Fury. How'd you feel? You have a good time? It was f- super fun. Super would you, fun. Would you say uh, no hyperbole and uh, as little bias as you can manage because you know the people involved? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I made up the name. So t- Top tier fest or no? It was, uh, as somebody who's been going to hardcore fest for 20 years now, uh, it was it was probably the best one I've ever been to. Oh, in that's, terms, wow. See, that's cool. In terms of a structural, functional, fun, convenient, good vibe, all that stuff. And, uh, you know, I've been to festivals where I was more excited about the bands. I was 18 going to festivals. So, yeah, I was more excited then. But everything was super smooth. It was really fun, and beautiful uh, venue. Beautiful yeah. venue. It was really nice. Location was big too, and it's. I don't know if I've ever said it on here, but when we first started doing Sound and Fury, 
we were like we were following the model that policy numbers laid, which was they did their festivals up in Wilkes-Barre. There's not shit to do in no. Wilkes-Barre. Nope. So if you went up there for the festival, you were you there with the festival. festival. Yeah. Right. You maybe got some shitty food with your friends at right. TGI Fridays or something garbage. Um, but you I had nothing else be, to do. I know. You besmirched the name of TGI Friday. I know. I still love you, Jack Chicken Strips. Um, <laughs> but that's not the move now. The move now is like the opt-in. Like it's downtown LA. It's a cool venue. You want to catch a band at two thirty? Sick. Right. And you want to go walk down the street, yeah. go check something out go for a ride, go down to the beach, come back. It's awesome. I, I, our host said the funniest thing. Uh, there was he, he, friends of his during the fest mm-hmm. said, hey, we're going to go catch the purge. You want to come? And he, you know, like, go see a movie. Yeah. Go see, <laughs> yeah. go see Not a actually movie. be part of the purge. Yeah. And, and, we're going to go beat up a homeless guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Jesus. We're That's what's in the movie. That New, oh, okay. No, yeah, I'm not making I it I thought you were bringing yeah. that New York flavor. No, no, no. We're going to go kill people we feel aggrieved by. For 12 hours only. The... No, but but it wasn't people that weren't enjoying the fest. No, it was, it was part of the fest. It was part that. of the fest experience. It's so rad. It it's so like, rad. The purge, though. Oh, yeah. I'm excited. Well, it like, might have been people who were it. taking the experience with all those people around. Like, all right, you yeah. know what? I yeah. kind of what would, would like I do if, this, if killing was legal? Right. Um, yeah, this fest is halfway really, done. So, <laughs> yeah. Kara, is this uh, sound of fury? Is that your speed? Yeah, I mean, I I don't really I can't do festivals. They're just too long. I'm you know, get bored. Yeah. It's like a lot. I did. You might I, go see the purge though. I <laughs> might go to one day of this is hardcore next weekend. Okay. Oh, mm-hmm. tell us about that. What are you looking forward to? Um, I think I'm going to go Saturday. I think candy is actually playing Saturday. Uh, well, I got good for um, news. I love for, for the, the love of, so that that's like what would get me down there. For the love of. Really? I yeah. love. Holy you just God. exposed your age. Fuck. <laughs> and yeah. your yeah, and your Jersey roots. Yeah, yeah that's yeah, true. Yeah, that more than anything. That's yeah, like I might know your street address yeah. now that you said I like for the love of yes. and uh, yeah. Colonia. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. there's only two. Yeah. Uh, so, where were we at? Um, oh, what she was excited for, uh, she said candy. Um, but they're gonna play tonight in Brick. That's cool. Yeah. Is, can, is candy is we expect? Uh, am I just buying the hype? Or if the record's it? hot. It's gonna be big. Okay. Oh, um, is LPs, the record gonna be hot? I and think what it did is. they do with this move? Wait, wait, so, okay, here, we had what them we on the show about? and we didn't talk about it. Because it all spiraled out of control. Yeah, it did. Okay. Um, they're recording their LP right now. I don't think I'm giving away any trade secrets to that. They're recording with Arthur in Philly. Mm. Rizik. Yep. Um, right. LP's gonna come out on Triple B. And I heard demos back in, (laughs) I heard demos back in April that were really good. Um, But Steve told me that they totally rewrote those. There's still some parts from it. But uh, yeah, I know they're, I know they think, I know they want to write a great record. I think it will be. Cool. I don't think it'll be dance music. So So let's talk about it. (laughs) Let's talk about it. What'd they do? What'd they do? What do you mean? They released a single. Oh, Demo. Yeah, what did you think? Oh, what what did you think? Let's get your. I thoughts. just without listening to it, like put it. I'm a big playlist maker on Spotify, mm. and I make playlists, and I just added it to my hardcore playlist, and then oh, it nice. came came on shuffle. And you're like, and why like, is what ministry? The hell is this? Yeah. Yeah. Why is but the first I like ministry it. Record? I do like it. Yeah. <laughs> like, I think there's been a lot of people who've given that vibe, but were very surprised. Yeah. But yeah, if you're expecting one thing, and then. I, I think it's a change. The up. album art kind of gives away the sound. It's like, oh, mm-hmm. oh, I, I like. I, see, visually, I like everything that they're doing. <laughs> yeah, I, I really yes, do. Yes, with like, yeah, yeah, like the knockoff car logos and I, logo see, rips. <laughs> you know, we talked. I talked about that with. I was like, it doesn't really match your aesthetic, and they're like, of course it does. I'm like, no, it doesn't. See, you're a dark hardcore band, and you have fucking BMW white sweatpants. No, but, but it's le- that it's, doesn't make sense to me. It's oh like yeah, a, I forgot about them. I like they had a full jumpsuit. Yes. Yeah. So, so we had the mo- that for it was. 
It was just for the um, United, uh, United Blood. Blood, but they were yeah, selling the, yeah, right? little brand. The man who modeled it was here. A couple group wow. chatters were killing them on that, saying that it's oh, yes. it's too left of center uh, for their sound. I didn't feel that way. I I so I tried pitching Candy to Self Defense's booking agent as, hey, this is like. It's pulling from noise rock, and he he listened to it, and he goes, "It's just it's just fucking hardcore music." You know what I mean? Like you can't run, the, you can't fool me with this. And he's not wrong, but I think where I'm right is that their their inspirations are further afield th- than just hardcore. And what I mean, I'm saying visually that yeah, counts a, too. Yeah. So like that's hey, some, what it is. when they do trolly shit. What up, Chris? I actually. I like when they do trolls. You like when they troll. I do. Yeah. Eh. We do you need think a troll. This was, do you we think, need a troll. Nope. So my we question: You think it was a president? You think it was a troll? Uh, which one? The new single? Yeah. New single's a definite troll. Okay. Yeah. Sure. N- n- the album's not going to sound remotely like that. That's I think a troll. it's yeah, probably not. That's so, cool. I also think it might be um, what is that? Um, something of things to come. Uh, shape of things, shape of punk. No, yeah, I feel like, like, they, a, like hardcore bands in general, like newer hardcore bands, have been like throwing things in like that, like on that new. Uh, regulate record mm-hmm. there's like a, one of the songs that has like a little bit of a softer part way more like singing yeah. he's actually singing yeah, yeah. character like arc song mm-hmm. yes yeah, yeah that's like, like my favorite song so yeah, far so yeah. absolutely. I, was, I was surprised yeah. but I was like this is cool yeah. yeah no and I think a lot of people I mean I think that that's something we're catching with the newer audience is that different isn't bad yeah but then I think there's a traditionalist form who uh, well, like, think it's bad yeah like that mill spec record is like super traditional mm-hmm. Like you'd think, and that's good too. Yeah, yeah. No, what's funny is that mill spec record is. I, we called it hardcore plus because it's yeah. just hardcore. Yeah. But, <laughs> but there's an interlude by Fantasy, Fantasy Camp. Camp. So from the from that's the Wicca face. I found out about that record. He posted it, and he was like, "Oh, I did this interlude." I'm like, "Oh, let me check this out." And I was like, "This record is really good." Okay, so you follow Fantasy Camp? Yeah. Okay. Is it good? Do you like his music? He's like a, more of a producer. I would okay. Say, was that the guy that was came out with Wicca phase at Irving? No, that was Lil Zubin with a nice falsetto, like the weekend. You can actually kind of sing. Somebody yes. told me Beautiful about Lil Zubin's record it, yeah. deal. Yes, little little Zoo, Zoo, Lil Zubin. Little, little Zoo? No way. Little Zoo, little Big. little. What's his name? Lil, Lil Zubin. 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 Lil yeah. P. Cashless is what we're working on tonight. Instead of going to the show, <laughs> I got a rap, man. It's it's. I, it's not really rapping. I would say. Thank it's you. More, All right. <laughs> it's more like R and B, like progressive R and B, like. PK, do you Sad love me? You know what? Okay, so so a listener of this podcast who is very plugged in to that world, mm-hmm. when I was just bullshitting with him, I was like, "Yeah, these kids are wild, man. Everybody's going over that." And he's like, "He's like, yo, it's attractive in the way punk is because anybody can do it." And I was Correct. Like, can anybody do it? He's like, "Yo, yeah. done." Been and there's no that. right way to do it. There's no blueprint yet. No. It's like the beginning stages of this whole new kind. Because of if you ask me if I think Adams like Wicca phases singing style is attractive. Really appealing, not really, or that he's it got like a, a, a unique. Well, even then, I thought it was like it's it's quirky and unique, and it yeah. works. It's for definitely it. him, it's like but not it's not. Point it's not True. like it's not yeah. commercially like something that anyone's telling you this is good. Yeah, but, but he's doing right, it. Let's pre-template. ask Tara the million dollar question that we have every time we talk about Wiccaface. That you oh, think yeah. that that oh, Bob yeah. and I are too boom bap to be down with this. No, 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 no you and him. Big L is my favorite rapper. Okay, Wiccaface. The peak of is it hip hop? Yeah. Okay. Is it hip hop? Um, yeah, I think hip hop encompasses things that aren't necessarily like hardcore. Is it rap? rap? Is it rap? Rap. Some some of the songs, yeah, like the yeah. one. The hit. The hit. That's true. I think. Yeah. I think yeah. last time it yeah. was decided and that Wicked you and Chris so were projects, were too 
me and Patrick were woke on this. We're and too you, boom you guys were You guys were, we're like old school. one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You're uh, too Brooklyn. You know what, though? I mean, like I said, though, it's fucking Little Yachty yeah. by like a skinny white dude. Yeah. yeah. That's pretty much all It's it. his cousin. It's the same thing. Like that's what like the Migos like all that stuff is sort of in the same. I think you know I said yes. I said yes. That's true. But I think that I think that those artists are maybe more of what we consider traditional, classically talented. Whereas this is me saying it as his friend, Wickerface. I think you might have to search for the gifts there. Does that make sense? Is that I think he's pretty talented though. I mean, evidently those Titans dress songs pretty great, man. Well, let's talk about Wicca Phase right now. Like I, like I said, he has a lot of different projects going on. I think a lot of that people don't even realize. Like he has that thing with um, John Simmons from Bounce Composure. Yeah, yeah, Coward. That's like oh, he has totally, another thing. Totally different He's sounding. In that too, yeah. They did like a record together. That's, What's it called? I, don't, I think it's just Coward. Self-titled. Yeah. Self-titled. Got it. Yeah. It's on New Beginning Records. That was like how I was introduced <laughs> to Wicca Phase as like a kind of like, hey, I know you're not really getting this, but here's this first mm. and then I was able to like and then once I saw him live I was like this shit is cool like I took one of my girls and she's like you know she's like super into punk and stuff and it's totally not her thing I took him to his Philly show and he played with Little Zubin and Fantasy Camp and she was like after the show she was like blown away she was really? like this is not my thing she was like that was the most punk shit I ever saw like captivated audience completely yes. took the One leather jacket track, off and like, was just like this is what it is now I'm out. <laughs> I mean, people do this, love like star quality like oh yeah can we I, just have him on yeah, absolutely we, talk about his ass absolutely. we made it through talking about tire shot without singing though, so that's good <laughs> I mean I can if you want do it I give me give me, a, hit, hit me some bars I'll tell you my story from work again <laughs> oh, okay yeah yeah that's, right. I, uh, that's a good one Okay, that's... Uh, so how do we get to that? From candy, da, 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 doing different things. I Sound mean, and Fury. Uh, Fantasy uh, camp. I think the realization that hardcore's over and now we are all SoundCloud rappers has just set in. And that's what this podcast is <laughs> now. now. I think we just gotta be honest with ourselves. Welcome to Axe Grind, the preeminent SoundCloud rapper <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> podcast. I'm a little uh, pee cashless. The funny part is all those... All those Zubin Fantasy Camp they all love hardcore yeah, yeah sure. love it it's the so United I, Youth Crew I, I mean, yeah, sure. hardcore is just really fun I think that like, hardcore is fun. fun I think this thing is fun I, it should be fun well I think really people I, you know like whenever we say like whenever I shit on rappers and I'm like you know if they wanted to stage dive why don't they just come to a fucking real show instead of fucking forcing this on their audience but you know I mean I get it stage diving is fun yeah. <laughs> fucking the whole thing is fun so I get I get why yeah. I get why, but at the same time, I'm I am a little too old for like I don't understand the sensibility at all. If you tried to get, I can't watch a rap show. People who are captivated by, by rap shows, that makes no sense to me. So, but a you, good rap show is. I don't. I don't. Do you like think punk rap. music ruined it's it for you? Hard I to did. find. I think so too. I I, 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 I don't. Punk has ruined most things for people. Yeah. <laughs> punk I mean, ruined, in reality, punk you can't sit. My show, I can't, I can't like, sit at shows. Life. Yeah. Uh, no, no, no. Yeah, you're just standing there. It's kind of like mm-hmm. going from going to like hardcore shows to metal shows where everyone's just sitting there, head banging. No, man. Like, Come on. Different yeah. vibe. I say yeah. can't do that. I can't do that. Although I will the little Zubin guy. I don't like amazing voice. I don't like this. He was actually. When he came out and did like a mini set during, I was actually kind of impressed. Yeah. During Wickerface? Yeah. Oh, he has a great cool. voice. Yeah. But then also I sent you the, like, the kid with the, like, my first fucking, that guy, the guy that sends. Oh, that was no good. Yes. Oh my God. Yeah. But people seem to be into it. I sent it to you too. I don't remember that. Yeah, everybody was embarrassed. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Hold on. Like, there's a kid, there's a kid who I guess is a name that people know that I, but I'm just dicky. not plugged in. Uh, no, he is. No. He Adam is, in his package. Good guess. God, Adam and his package got to feel burnt by this whole people making money off this. I want to uh, see his uh, 
uh, Spotify stream since we talked about him. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, he's checking him at his, his cubicle every day. 100%. So. Right. Um, where was it? Where was that? Zubin? Something about Zubin. Somebody yeah, Zubin. with another You're name. You're hung up on Zubin. I am really reason. hung up on yeah, Zubin. Let's, uh, you saw let's that dollar sign that. and it's, yeah. yeah what's, what's, your, what's your beef with Zubin? Uh, you have beef with Dead Heat. Yeah. Zubin. Yeah. Fucked up. Yeah. Who else we got? The guy that runs a 90s hardcore thing on Facebook. Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> the other guy who's not, doesn't run that, but the, Tom had to scold. Yeah. That was, was the, the same guy. guy? Oh, same guy. Right. Same guy. Right. Shut him down. Who, who, okay, who, who, else, who else is on my list? I need real beefs. Can yeah, we bring need, some real beefs into my life? These are all socks. Yeah, Belts. You have beef with socks. I do. I got, the first time I think I've seen you wear shoes in probably about three you years. don't have to I mean if I, if I could help it um, okay so Zubin look uh, I'm just not back in a man with that name yet okay. moving on what uh, if he was a bad guy in like Dune Zubin that's a, you know that's what yeah, good, yeah. yeah. All right. Yeah, all of a sudden I've, I've, I've yeah. uh, Lord Zubin Duke yeah. Zook, Zubin uh, you know I'm, I'm fine with that let the spice you recontextualize Zubin yeah. so we're good alright uh, <laughs> so what, what did you think of Sound of Fury I I had a great time how many bands did you watch I'm putting you He's on the spot. Probably, Fuck you, you probably watched more 10. than you think. No, yeah. no, he probably watched more than you think. Really? Uh, he watched at least as many as me. No, really? No, you watched more. I think. I, I, I watched. You don't have to name them, so okay. you don't hurt anybody. Okay. <laughs> mm. uh, You've already done. That. I missed a lot of stuff that I wish I had seen. Uh, so a lot of stuff that you wish you hadn't. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Got it. The uh, uh, no, I. I enjoyed the sets that I saw. I can say that I enjoyed everything yes. that I saw. And that so, was the consensus: is that people were like. Almost to a person, every band who played got the best possible set they could have had there. So cool, yeah. It was rad, super rad. Uh, Drug Church was good, very impressive. Uh, I, did you know people mosh for for Drug Church? I did. I after would I assume saw- that. Really? Some oh, nice. some bands like you listen to them and then you see them live and you're like, this is like harder live mm-hmm. somehow. Drug Church falls into that. Like Bob, he, Bob was saying, I'll go to the. Hard, I'm gonna go to the band. Asbury show. You guys have a oh, show. Thank you. Yeah. I was literally people Tom. I wish. Yeah, I believe that. I <laughs> wish. I wish that you were there because I'm like I'm doing this. <laughs> Get the fuck out of here! I'm looking at him. I'm trying to get him to react live because I'm like, yeah, dude, good job. Although I watch videos, he really does Luke Kohler. Like he apes him. First thing I said to you, right? It's amazing. First thing I said to him. Did did he shout out the podcast? No, no I never shot out it's the not podcast. Not no, but self-defense is like too pretentious for us. But Drug, drug Church, you'd be like, check out my hardcore podcast. Yeah. Here's the deal. If we make us the grind shirts, which we will, um, all the other members of Drug Church will wear them on stage. They'll Good. brand yeah, it. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Um, Can you put a sticker on a guitar or something? Yeah, I mean, it's not my guitar. Go for it. But... but uh, Yes, the Luke Kohler thing. I you said, ate, yeah. I, I told you. I told him he needs Z Cavaricis, and he'd be like right there. A rat tail. Kids were stage diving. Kids were yeah. stage That's diving. He yeah, still he doesn't know how to pass the mic, but that works for his vibe. Yeah, yeah, no, because he doesn't want to. Because you're below him, he doesn't want to share. No, the mic. no tell him why. Really, why you don't do it? Because I'm afraid of breaking a kid's teeth. Yeah. Well, don't throw it at the man. No, but like, like, look, how many shows have you been to where it's a it's a fun moment? Somebody's you've done this to me. I have never you're, broken a tooth. Yeah, but you're. I've broken my own teeth. You're punch, but I've never. You're, I broke Standard's teeth. You're punching at, uh, the mic forward. False Church. You're right. Right Brigade. Punching the mic forward. Right and Brigade Nation, we're going to mention every episode. If coming up at the same time, it's broken teeth. And I'm not saying, it, look, this is just a thing that happens. I understand I should get over it, but I, I can't afford to have my Cup teeth it. broken, so I'm not trying to break anybody else's teeth. You know what I'm saying? This is just it's a thing. weird like, projected trauma. Thing. Yeah, it is, yeah. really, truly. Because um, as a singer, you hit your teeth. Tom, how many times would you say you I've broken these teeth twice yeah. with a microphone. All right, other highlights. Other highlights. Other um, highlights. I love the detain set. I really like the candy set. I thought it lost steam towards the end. Uh, but people were really hyped. The people, whole room was full of that. People were really hyped on it. 
Um, Riding out was bonkers. Riding out was bonkers. I didn't get a chance to do this. The, the only reaction I can compare riding out to, I maybe I did. What was like the last half heart show? Yeah, we, it was yeah. that level of energy. It was wild. I also people were so excited for it to happen. This is a shout out. I don't know. Like this is not about their music, so I don't know how to file this. The riding out dudes to the green room. Brought mm-hmm. a very cool energy because their families were chilling the entire weekend, yes. and it was so fun. Like I don't even like children, but it was so fun. <laughs> Except Easton, clearly, he's, he's a cool he gets guy. Passed, but it was it was so fun to have just like. Do they Some, have children? I, they don't have children. It's like everybody's <laughs> mom. Cousins, it's, nephews, it's like brother. everybody's mom. Everybody's well, this is a big comeback aunt, show. That's what I'm saying. That's awesome. But it was. But you know, they weren't. The family wasn't necessarily down for the to, to watch dead. They were there to hang out. they were there to hang. It was right. cool. So and, why have to be dead? Uh, uh, well, they could just, have been also also uh, fucking Queen of yeah, Jeans. They, they weren't there to see Queen of Jeans either. But uh, but maybe they were. No, trust me. I was. We were both chilling in the green room during Queen of Jeans. But the fact is that I just liked. I thought that that was a cool. Yeah, that was a cool vibe. You know, because because yeah. it was like you go to a show, you say what's up to your nerdy friends, you say what's up to the criminals, and then suddenly you t- you turn <laughs> so and you, relatable. Yeah, you, that's delinquent life. friends. And then yeah, I have my delinquent friends, yeah, your family my, friends. Yeah. yeah, and then you turn, and then suddenly it's a family of eleven, and they're yeah. all having a great time. And I thought it was fucking. Yeah, cool. you thought you were just with the people you know from Instagram, then you see the people you know from Twitter. <laughs> yeah, and then you go in the other room and you're on Facebook. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly, exactly um, right. So that was cool. Uh, I'm trying to think. If there's like, there was a lot of stand-up sets. The thing that people went, and we when we went through our rundown, uh, we were like lukewarm on some of the bands playing. People seem to really enjoy the diversity. Yeah, that's sure. a good look. Crazy vibe. Like I feel like that. It's really nice. The pacing, the tempo. People were like, well, "How can the, Citizen play so high?" Because people kind of took a break. They're huge, but they played, and it was like between backtrack and then rotting. It was backtrack, Citizen rotting out. Perfect. They gave people a chance. A lot of people in that room, but it gave people a chance to chill, relax, enjoy they what's going on. They played at the right place on that bill, mm-hmm. and anybody who thinks differently has never booked a show. That, Correct. That, that's just what's up. Exactly. Uh, I feel like the vibe though was like tangible. Whole weekend through the Instagram, like through videos. It, You're like, welcome. So, I ran that. So well, I didn't even look at the sign. Yeah. Okay. Oh. No, just, no, those two. But like random ones. It just like it was like palpable. Like people were psyched. Yeah. Yes, there was no like I'm gonna punch this guy in the fucking face. Like maybe during detain. It was, a, lo- it was, a, it was a loving punch during detain. Oh, we got to talk about the dare thing. We'll get to that. Oh yeah, yeah, barely. Um, but yeah, it was good. I think it was good for young bands and new bands and everybody in between. Seemed very joyous. Cold like World set days. was wild. We go over um, Patrick's hits and misses on the Patreon episode. He has no hits. <laughs> I was wrong about. I banned thousand. Yeah, he yeah. Tom, hundred percent. Um, Cold World killed it. The Cold and World used the samples. I heard somebody saying yep, that they did. They did. They did. They had like the, the Jim raps. Jones sample yeah, and stuff. That's awesome. Uh-huh. They did. Uh, Arthur was there in place of the normal guitar player Alexander. Um, and he's Alexander now. He's a fancy guy. Yeah. He's an attorney. It's true. That's true. Uh, and he nailed all the vocal parts. Oh, yeah. Maybe if you'd like, I can do that. From now on, I am. That's <laughs> uh, Squire. It's a house of learned doctors. Fake Cold World beef. We want to do that real quick. What was that? The, oh, the, the yeah, that's pretty that. amazing. It's very funny. Spell it out. Uh, so the scene I'll knock it down so okay uh, was it from the Knocked Loose Twitter or was it Brian. from Brian Singer okay so it was, it was from Brian's personal uh, I guess it's, sure whatever. I mean, whatever so Brian was like I never liked Cold World right Which maybe is, in response to a question or maybe something? it wasn't like know. he wasn't just being like I'm gonna take my shot at this guy right so uh, Cold, was it a reply or just like a don't know no, no one's seen okay. it but somehow it got back to Cold World <laughs> and so they told Dan from Cold World to be like when we start, say, I never liked Knock Loose. So he got up there and said, I never liked Jesus Peace. Time he, out. 
Dan's probably never heard Jesus Peace or Knock Loose. No. He likes hardcore a lot and he does a lot of stuff. But that's just a, not his world. Does he live in Europe now? Yeah, he lives he's in, in the UK, UK and he's like you know, semi pro rugby player. Like he's got, Is he? Yeah. Really? Yeah, yeah. yeah. He, he, wow. I was a Good Jersey's one. Rugby's Here's what I'll say. Good day, mate. Uh, but then I, did Jesus piece feel a certain way? Like, did it ever get back to that? Yes. They were probably wondering yes, why the did. fuck that <laughs> they, they commented something like, oh, yeah, I'm glad I, that was a little awkward, or oh, I was a little bummed out about that. And then our buddy Isaac from Knock Loose was like, I always liked Cold World. <laughs> that was pretty great. He said because that he too. really does. Yeah, yeah of course. I, I mean, I personally, I think when I've been pushing for this on this podcast, oh, yeah, you have. If there's you want no, this. if. If you are with people that know better than to get physical, beef is the fun, like band to band beef <laughs> is fun as fuck and more of it needs to exist. I find that, that uh, people- well, You're doing your job and keeping it, you I'm know. Tr- keeping I, it I got in my own fake beef this weekend. But the, the uh, uh, I think that's just cool. And I think that like if Cold World, I, if I were them, I wouldn't have apologized on, uh, on Twitter or clarified on Twitter. I just, just let it roll. I just would have let it roll. I would have been like, well, I never listened to fucking Jesus Peace either, so fuck it. You know, <laughs> you, know, you know what I mean? Like, and just because that shit is fun. And Cold World, who are at this point- St- staples sort of canon stuff that can't sure. be erased Absolutely. like it's f- I think if they wanted to not heel turn because it's too contrived but if they just wanted to be like look we're old and we like what we like I never listen to any of this shit you right. know I mean, fuck it I think that's fun that would be more fun than the- yeah. them to be yeah. Yeah. yeah it's fun fuck it but they clarified it by saying like we never like knocked loose right like so it was kind of right yeah. I don't that's need fine. any of that it's all well it's uh, all in good fun is, so uh, okay and now uh, moving on yeah. we got the dare video that bar, bar to, Barstool Sports I, yeah. our mentions were so salty about this it's so salty yeah. and what? Oh, because oh, Barcel posted like yes. a video. What was the caption? It, it was, it was like, wow, like CrossFit, CrossFit got something. Yeah, CrossFit got too wild or yes. something. So CrossFit's gone too far. That video was kind of wild. I was like, what exactly? Dare did really good. Dare yeah. opened. And oh, that was Dare okay. opened on. I was wondering Saturday. what band was playing at yep. that moment. Yeah, and it was just people like. I don't. People were doing like Snow Angel. I don't know what the <laughs> fuck. Was it was you know. So those are young dudes like. In the eighteen to twenty-two range, real young, yeah, and uh, just like four all their friends went. Cr- they opened Saturday, That's awesome. and the reaction was nuts, yeah, okay. and that was part of it. Cool. I, I, I want to do kind of a, a point counterpoint thing here. Um, we go back to split screen like CNN. We do bad cop, good cop. Well, okay. So we have a silent guest. Some we're traumatized from the previous episode where too many people were in the room. So, so we have a friend here that's not allowed to talk. Chris from Massachusetts has come in. Text me your answer. Central Mass. Boston, Boston. Chris has has come in. Central and. He, uh, Providence, he's, he's being quiet, no but gotta. I know that this is a, a, a topic that you feel strongly about is mainstream press covering, oh, God. uh, hardcore shit. So I'm going to ask you what into this conversation like if you got anything to say, because I think you and I got oh, two different that, you, approaches. Yeah, I right. making fun of it. It wasn't. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I might've said this on Twitter. Say the fuck out of hardcore. I'll say it for you. Anyway. Uh, thank you. Uh, no who cares? It's stupid. Like, they don't get it. They're not going to get it. So I don't see why, like, I saw people being, like, upset in one direction or another. People need something to be upset about. Like, I get, I would be more annoyed if someone had, like, voluntarily done an interview with someone and they made them look stupid. And I'd be like, you knew that was going to happen. This was some stupid site saw your video and said something silly and I don't need to get offended. I saw a worse one from somewhere else. I forget where it was, where it was like stupid white kid shit or something like that. I don't remember the exact... It I wasn't mean, as harsh as that. But, I mean, yeah. Hardcore's kind of that. It is stupid. Hardcore's kind of that. I thought right. that one was way funnier than the CrossFit thing. that was on, like, thing. the Shade Room or something. I don't know what it was on. But, yeah, I think it's stupid. If you're upset about it, you're stupid, too. Okay. 
So actually, yeah. Chris and I are on this. Who's not there? Our timeline. I'm actually shocked to to know that people are that upset. People are salty as Barstool fuck. sucks. Well, I that's mean, why I think people are excited. It's we're trash. Mad like, how can you get yeah. mad at it? It's but like, I think that's why people got why. mad because it's such like a brotastic. <laughs> but the pros that that read Barstool, they don't yeah. get it. No, they don't get yeah. it at all. To that, the literal first comment Shh. I saw on the Barstool thing was some weird pro-Trump wacky weird. look at these dumb liberal kids thing. So that kind of speaks to weird the audience process. that you're so getting wait upset a second. about seeing. Do you think that people who like Donald Trump also really like Barcelona sports? That's so weird. Yeah. How? So, I don't want weird. It's like a jock thing. It's so garbage. Here's my thing. I don't know if I can think about Barcelona sports. I know that uh, I know that hardcore is objectively goofy. It's a Make America Great Again hat on a fucking sports center. I, you know oh, I mean? is that what Barstool yeah. is? Okay, so... Uh, with, yeah. with, like, you know, some fucking bikini models, too. And uh, ogling. Not, yeah. So it's yeah, like the man show meets... Yeah. Stuart Scott meets... So it's mostly, like, okay. girls in bikinis and is it, shit is that like true? that. Yeah, yeah. yeah they so, do, like, so, hot girl of clickbait. A lot of clickbait. Yeah. It sounds like hardcore's not for them, and Barstool Sports is only somewhat for me. You know what I mean? So the thing is, is that, like... I personally think, let's just, you guys tell me if I'm wrong. Kara, get in on this. A, 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 tra, a tradition on this show is telling me I'm wrong. So if, if you, you jump in. I'll do my uh, best. It's pretty easy. I mean, I have given a significant portion of my lifetime to playing small rooms, mostly hardcore or adjacent music. Yeah. In your metal bands. In my metal bands. Right. Got it. And. I can look at it and say, I care about this very much. It is also goofy as fuck. That video of Dare was, Pretty goofy. by any standard, goofy as fuck. Saying, hey, Have you ever watched a video of anyone moshing? Right, exactly. Oh, come on, exactly. So That's like... I mean, a video, like, I've had a guy that I, like, was hooking up with send me a video. Like, someone Stop. caught him moshing oh, on video, no. and I was like, this is the worst thing. Was that, like, a sex? Was he trying? Yeah, he was trying to get you like, psyched. Me out. I, like, I think he was more making fun of himself, okay, okay. but All I was right, like, I can respect that. I was like, oh, did you, you say, be clear did you with your intentions with this one. I don't think check out my style. Am I supposed to laugh here? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, there's no way to answer that. Yeah, like, look at my boyfriend punching somebody. Like, uh, wow. That's a bold. No one looks but cool. But you're right. Though. It's goofy. It's yeah. like yeah. out of context, people, I mean. Even in context, it's part of the social contract that you're like, yo, this is funny, goofy ass shit. I mean, think and about I'm having a great us. time. You, you, like, go, you let go and yeah. you're, you're like, you're yeah. <laughs> expressing yourself. Right, you right. know what I mean? But how often do we go, get, stop fucking moshing on the stage? <laughs> oh, sure. We do the same thing. Yeah, We're absolutely. like, all right, asshole, we get it. Uh, so, a lot of that. I do want to shout out the kid who, um, who had really good style at Sound of Fear. Now, I think he should have not been such a stage potato because he was standing up there, but he crip walked into a stage dive. That's oh. kind of hard. And wow. he did it He did it very flawlessly. It was cool. very smooth. What about, you ever see that one dude that stage dives on the stage? I forget his name. Yeah, he's a yeah, big kid. Big kid, right? Big dude, but he literally yeah. does like a spin and he lands on his I was like, making, hip. I'm worried for him. I was, making, I was making fun That's of him. That's a move you pe- see. I see it a lot now. I don't see it that much. And I was making fun of him and then people were like, nah, this is he's just demonstrating. You That's know, what he does every time. Yeah, like He'll literally do like a flip dive on his hip. Oh, he and land on, on the stage like, oh. intentionally. No, so the thing I saw that was a bad trend was people stage diving, but diving onto just the like front row and even just on the front row, like 
the upper two thirds of the person so they could land on them, smoosh them down and, and roll right back, back on the stage. stage. Yeah, I don't care for I that. Blame. There was a whack look. I saw it happen to some smaller people. I really people think you're supposed was, to get as much air as you can. Like you I'm, are. A, I'm a believer that you're supposed to clear the first two. You know what I Time mean? Time like, and space. Yeah. Up and how far. Right. Yeah. So, okay. It all makes sense now. That's why it turns out. <laughs> it all comes together. Mm-hmm. So, the more you know. Well, what? Nate landed on Pat at the uh, Sound of Fury. He did the super, the Superfly dance. That's what it was. It was he said he looked fly. up and he just saw like I'm looking at the man. The sun was like blotted out by his fucking giant visage. Yeah. Uh, he, and he looks like he's an extra from like a Conan film. So he's, I got yeah. this. I just got this. They have a shirt on. You know what? In, in my Something. head, I mean, I've seen him in his underpants. In my now, head, so he was wearing a vest with no shirt, but that could have just <laughs> no, he definitely that could have just been because I was scared. Oh, that, yeah, what like, kind of vest with no shirt? Like canvas, let's just say, like denim. Let's just say like a fun like pleather. Like uh, the dude, it's the guy from God's Hate who's a wrestler. Yeah, too. big guy. Oh, okay, that makes sense. But uh, he's like six three, like two seventy five or something. Yeah, yeah. He's a oh, big man. Oh, and yeah. no. That's a hard. That's a hard style. Yeah, he like <laughs> he landed bad. like literally like uh, half like. Torso first on Pat. Are you good? So, okay. So, uh, how you doing? You want to do the intro? Uh, we got we got another man. So today we, we had a, we had a busy day lined up. We had uh, one guest on earlier that turned into fifteen guests. Um, we had Kara. Thank you very much. And we were supposed to have. Now a, that I'm thinking about it. If I may interrupt you, that podcast turned into that dare video. Yes. Oh yeah. Just dudes on top of people. Just yes. yeah. It was fun though. Um, and we had a, a gentleman who was supposed to drive up here and be here around two o'clock, and it's now about five o'clock. Five. Ace. Yes, hello. Get, yes. You got to talk into the microphone. Oh, you no sing. problem. All right. Uh, yes. Uh, I'm Hi, Ace. Ace. Hey, how are you doing? Ace. Real quick. Your yes, credentials. Uh, credentials. Uh, just I so am, just so people know you. We don't need your college education. We're just okay, for, that's so fine. people know who you are. Um, I am a promoter from Richmond, Virginia. I'm in a band called Breakaway, and I'm also in a band called Neuromancer. Wait, say Neuromancer in like a spooky voice. Neuromancer. There we go. I like okay, that. there you go. Wow. wow. And an author. I, I did write a book. Yes. Yeah. Okay. I got some gigs for you also, by the way. Wow. Okay. So, All right. Uh, sounds good. So, Ace, we're doing a little... Uh, do you know our guest, Kara? I Kara. do not. No. Kara, Ace. Pleasure. Ace. Nice to meet you. Uh, this is Chris. He's from New Hampshire. Hey, hey Chris. <laughs> Central, Central Mass? Yes, correct. <laughs> you got it. We're uh, making shirts with that. Yes, Chris from French Canada. Mm. Uh, so... so uh, we're talking a little bit about Sound of Fury, but in a like kind of like a increasingly abstract way. <laughs> okay. Uh, we also, if you want to backtrack, we uh, had a lot to say about Little Zubin. Uh, ah, <laughs> I hate his haircut. Are yeah. you part of the Goth Boy Click? I, I'm, you know, I'm unfortunately not a proud member. Uh, do you um, like that kind of music? N- um. Not at all. Okay, okay. that's good. Mm-hmm. I like that. I like I like that you reflected on it to, as if you're gonna as if you're gonna. Ace occasionally is a he's a very smart man, so that often means he's diplomatic, uh, and we're, we're oh, gonna push for him. It's very to be diplomatic. Caveman Ace today. Okay, okay. I'm gonna try to get that's, you to give some hard answers. So you want or or like uh, you want you want Mister Hyde? You don't want Doctor Jekyll? Today? You might need to take the glasses off. Exactly. Oh, yeah. Like we're gonna get and mess your hair up. Um, so, uh, Sound of Fury, yeah, any other final thoughts? Because we did, we basically did an hour-ish that just devolved with 15 people on yeah. mic. Yeah. Um, yeah. Other things? Uh, I had a great time. Southern California is the best place on earth. Uh, True. Apparently, Fat Burger now has the Impossible Burger. That's what so we were told. for vegans, that sounds like a delight. We instead uh, ate four meals at Whole Foods. We ate at Whole Foods nonstop. Yep. Shout out to Mac Miller, who had us as a guest. Shout, out to, um, <laughs> shout out to French Toast uh, Bread Pudding. It looked great. 
Uh, French toast bread pie I wish was I, really I good. Wanted, I wanted it. It really. Food. If it was oh. vegan, I would have shoved it down your throat. Yeah, a little bread pudding. Yeah. Oh my god, <laughs> it was amazing. French toast bread pudding. Uh, so shout out to Riley. I thought he did a really good job. Shout out to Riley and Martin. Uh, oh yeah, Martin. I don't give him the credit. He did I amazing. Say Riley. I always say Riley. Yeah, so they shout, both did amazing. Shout out to the and Madison and who Maddie. Out. Shout out. Love to you, all. Maddie. Uh, it was a very fun fest. Uh, would play or attend. Uh, yeah. Uh, Shout out to Jason Tarpey. We had a good conversation with him. Iron Age. And uh, we're going to have him on when he comes to New York at some point. At some point. They're oh. writing a new record. You know what? Mm, wow. Let's say this. Hmm. Let's say this. We don't kill motherfuckers on this podcast, but sometimes we are truthful plus. We're truthful plus. And... Shout out to all the people that we have been truthful plus on who came up to me and I didn't know if they were going to fucking yeah, shoulder check my face because they're all bigger than me or say what's up. They all said, leaned in and said, big fan of the podcast. Yeah, so, but rad. Yeah, so, so much so much positivity. Yeah, shout rad. out to those of you that get it. Positive, cool. positive, positive scene. And shout out to our buddies from Brownstone. Oh. The clothing dudes. Okay. Who? Oh, yeah, sure, sure. Those dudes were rad. Yep. They're based out of LA. It's right over here. I'll grab it for you. Um, had the nicest thing. They came up to Patrick had just finished with Drug Church, and I don't know. We were just sitting there, and he was talking to some people, and they heard my voice, and they're like, "We know you guys. Ask the grind. Oh shit." Yo, if it, if, okay, so love the voice I, recognition. I, 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 you know what we're gonna do? Uh, so, on a separate podcast, mm-hmm. I'd like to list all the endeavors that we know of that are not hardcore related, but hardcore dudes and, and women and whoever are sticking their fingers in. That's and, a side. That's some. Out. That's going to be some side episodes yeah, where we interview cool. people doing that. Be, because, okay. because it's a really good idea. It, I like that. Uh, there's a dude from There's a dude from uh, Upstate who's doing like the coolest fucking war game and shit I ever saw. Like there's just people doing things, yeah. and we should we should give them a platform of some type Absolutely. or at least a shout. I want to do some interviews. There's people doing really cool stuff and. If there's anything that you should learn from hardcore, is that you can do cool stuff, whatever it is. You yeah, know just I mean? to do like side work. I think it's important to like highlight that it's part of the community. Yeah. You know? I, so uh, speaking of, let's. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you want to do some photography? So you do tell pho- us, tell, You take pictures. I have to be honest with you. I don't like photography. So. <laughs> so I'm you're, no, 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 no. Quick time. No, 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 no. No, 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 no. Everybody has to stop. You're one of the most visual people I've ever met. I do. You prefer like photos. You like you look at so many photos. Movies. I look at photos all day. You I look at photos. Do you like movies? I, I like movies, but I believe at one point in life you told me you preferred stills of pornography as what opposed to actual video. Like? No, I'm not serious. Okay. Like that's that's for debate. It's such a weird thing not to like. No, you're not like doing. I don't know why I'm like, shocked. Let's speak, speak of that, Mike. Hold on. Um, Am I not being loud? No. Get into uh, so, the mic. So, so here's the deal. So do you think that Patrick's then? That was a good punishment. Def, def both That's what you get for not liking photography, so, you fucking heathen. Here's the deal. I Everybody in self-defense has become a photographer. And some of them are good. Some good of them side are, hustle. Some of them are... Uh, but, no, they're like art photographers. Like Alan oh. is like in a graduate program in Berlin. For, like it's, but it's all this shit. And they're, so pretentious. And, yeah, that's like the most pretentious yeah. end. Please stop, stop, stop right there. Yes. Guys, uh... We got to talk on this, but we should do some podcasts. We'll do an episode where we feature people doing non-hardcore stuff, but they're hardcore people. Now, all these guys in my band, these hardcore guys are doing this other shit. They're taking photos. Listen, but so this is, Kara, this is going to sound rather disrespectful, and I just would like you to take it in stride. I'm so sick of fucking photographs of, here's my attitude on photography. What was that? <laughs> Here's, Here's my, my photography. 
my, like my attitude on photography is it's all shit I've seen before. So yeah. like, it's, yeah. so like, I don't need to look at it. I already seen it. You know what I mean? So that that's my attitude. I have uh, a, the the reason why I shoot is kind of like, I think it goes well with what you just said. It's all shit I've seen before. My whole thing is like preserving the way things look right now because mm. you look at photos from. 10 years ago in New York City, yes, so many New York City street photographers, so much of the same thing over and over, but it is interesting to see how things change over time. And That's like, true. Things aren't there. Now they're this. Now there's a CBGB's in the airport. Right. And it's like, you know, there's... Best CBGB's I like ever. preserving, <laughs> nice, nice just bathroom. taking pictures of things as is, no planning, and just like, here it is. All right, so as a photographer... Do you catch, do you feel a certain way by about just um, like Instagram photographers, like what someone it, that uses an actual camera as compared to like some schmuck with a filter? I think I don't think it matters. No, okay. I do follow. I, I like your energy. Name yeah. uh, sh- I follow one girl on Instagram, and sh- her photos are all either film or her phone camera, which I was interested to wow, find out after I read an interview and I was like, good for you. Like you're using your, your phone. Like if it, it, it can, anything could be good. Do you I've, know what right, I mean? Right. Like I've accepted a challenge. So sometimes I say things that like sound like just grandiose nonsense. And like, for example, I believe I can, I believe I can uh, land a plane Fly. without yeah. any, uh, without any sort of uh, training. And my, my, I have a friend who's a pilot who's like, no, certainly not. You'd kill yourself. You'd die. And I said, well, then let me take, let me try with your plane and we'll see how it goes. So anyway, the point is. So the I, real challenge is people who have nice things don't want to you yeah, to ruin to their nice them. things. But, but I, I'm a big, I'm a big believer that, that yeah, we'll talk about you that. can, uh, you're capable of amazing things. And one of the amazing things I'm capable of is I think I so my bandmates have challenged me I told them that just now that I could place higher in any sort of photography thing than them using my iPhone camera is this something you 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 dickhead to all the self-defense people not just the drug church people too just when it is Necessary. Just when it's photography. Is that a 10? No, it's not even a 10. It's like an iPhone 4, and I'm still going to beat him up. No, he fixed it. He's No, here's the deal. It's definitely a 6. I mean, you could do something in the right lighting, you know, daylight. Thank you. Thank you. Do you have a 6? No, you have the next up. Me and Pat are 6. I have the original 6, and it... It's hit or miss with photos. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm. I heard that I have. I'm available for an upgrade, and I was thinking about going all the way up mm. and yeah, like. We need, really, we need you X. for our YouTube stuff. Really, ball. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm just, thinking. Yeah. Are you gonna do a lot of like felt cute made delete later stuff? Or? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> so, okay, I'm sorry to interrupt you. Your bridge uh, after I just after I just. <laughs> so your band's gonna judge your photography? No, your no, <laughs> no. Can Kara be one of the judges? No, I'm entering a accredited photography. What do they call them? I don't know. Um, That's like, like meaningless to me. Contest. I feel like yeah, I know. competition wise, no, there's, like, there's, there's a contest for everything. I feel like there's got to be cave people. Uh, I feel like there's got to be a photography contest somewhere. You can, right in. Like there's this. probably uh, a million, big, big, deep, like real deep in here. Weird. Sorry if I'm far away from the mic. Photography no, contest. It's all so different. Like the mic discipline in this room is bad. lacking. Kara, your posture is good. I move my mouth away from the mic. These guys are atrocious. Trying to share one mic now. We do. We need to get more mics. We'll get more. I'm scared of more mics now. After I'm going to ha- handle it. We could have eight people and, and, on mic. And, 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 and we would have it. Make like a motion. Right. Hey, Pat, here's what you Don't know. yell. Don't yell. It, it when you have somebody singing along, here's what you do. There you go. Oh, nobody nope. has ever moved that no slow. Nobody has ever moved that slow. Okay, let me reel it in. Kara, 
how'd you get interested in photography? It was just kind of something I always did. It's the what, most boring question. But it like, was yeah. like, it, it was at the beginning of digital photography. So I started off shooting film like on disposable cameras, mm-hmm. going to shows on the weekends with my friends. And I would just document everything. And it was in the days of one hour photo. We'd go on Sunday, sit in Walgreens, develop the film, wait for an hour, and then get the photos back and, and like look at them it. all. And I just, that's how it started. It was more just documenting my friends and family uh-huh. and like things that we were doing, my vacations, things like that. All like mostly street stuff. I do freelance like portrait work, but okay. my like main photography style is just like street. Okay. What, um, like, what about documenting stuff was important to you? Like, cause that's something I just find like, with a lot of people. I'm like, why, why? The only, I'm like an anti hoarder. My house is like minimalist, like this, like cool. just really, I collect records and you know, photos really. Yeah. So it was more of just like, I like, I save concert tickets okay. and I save photos. So it's like, I'm like, Oh, this date, like, Oh, I went to this show on this day and that's when that was. And I just love looking okay. back and like, I mean, my friends are really appreciative of it. They forget how much. Well, because like, do do you guys have the friend who's the photo friend, Brett, the Brett who was here before? He's the photo. I am that friend. Okay, he has the whole box. When it's when you go over there, he's like, "Yo, check this out." It's like, "Oh shit!" And it's like no one ever. I'm not that. I don't have many. Or the kid, as you said, like ticket stubs or whatever. Like the, the the kid that collects every flyer. That seems in the moment like, oh, you're kind of on some weird spectrum where you're just uh, you're, yeah. you're doing some weird. <laughs> and I'm not saying you're you are. You might be. Yeah. I'm telling you, you might but, be. You got the. Be. But, but that's an okay place to be. I'm not dissing that. No, nah, I mean, say you might be. Or yeah, like I did. In like a, we all collect stuff. Yeah, no, I but the, but <laughs> yeah, this fucker. <laughs> I wish I didn't. Um, no, the like the date thing. But I had a friend who's a dear friend. Like, yo, that's awesome. I, she had a calendar. She wrote down what she did, highlights of it every day. And right. like his reference yeah. it to right. me many, many years later. As a super organized person, I absolutely love that. Yeah. Yo, I have a planner and it's yo, like so important. Imagine if <laughs> imagine if when you were in middle school, you started writing on your calendar what you did that day at the end of the day. I've done that. I've done okay. that with wall calendars. Also, if, Spectrum. No yeah. offense. I, I love it. I know people that, that have that. like yeah. written down like every show they've ever been to. Yeah. Well, uh, Starting in like 1988. Yeah. This is also worthwhile. Yeah. It's so sick. It's wild. It's yeah. worthwhile if you're a criminal as well. Uh, the, yeah. <laughs> the, the, True. You're right. Well, well there's the, exactly. no, there's those, uh, the, I forget who they were. They were crooked cops and they were brought up on the stand and a bunch of them were cooked except for the one guy who kept such <laughs> thorough notes, such thorough notes that he was able to open the fucking thing. And when they asked him, and everybody else was like, I assume with my family it was five years ago, I don't know, he'd be like, mm, I was stopped in a Walgreens at seven, yep. stopped in a Red yep. Robin at whatever, yep. and totally his, he is, alibied himself, even though it could have been with specificity. All lies. It was just you know a specificity. Yeah, exactly. This is a, a thorough notes podcast. Is our alternate? We're going to get with people mm, who do this, yeah. so we can talk. <laughs> so tell us about March '98. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's what I was saying about like the kids that collect uh, show flyers and shit. Is mm-hmm. that like I don't have that in me? I don't even. My girl and I fight all day about making a bed or not making a bed. I think it's for serial killers. Like I have no sort. You got scolded when I was over the other day. I get yeah. scolded every yeah. fucking day. I have OCD, life. so it's just like a no brainer. No, me. I can't do it. Can't no, do it. I think and to be honest, this, what you do might be a way of working through that. Yeah, to be honest. that's cool. Definitely. All right, yo, can we talk about photographer? You know, photographer who? You know, I know Paul. a photographer. Paul. Which Paul? Former oh, my, okay. My one of my closest friends. Your in the world. closest friend yeah. in the world. Uh, who yes. should get who? Who? If you, I feel like knowing him made me understand your peculiarities better. Paul's my heart. Yeah, <laughs> I, I love. Paul. I know, and amazing he, human. And here's the deal. 
so I have a friend who's on every possible spectrum, and he is. <laughs> it's not fucked up. Look, no, we're not even saying spectrum pejorative. If you think right. I'm mad at you, right. I'm. I love you, spectrum. This is, this is 2018. Me acknowledging that a motherfucker's on a spectrum isn't an no. insult. You know yeah. I mean? So. That makes you more interesting to me. Be on the spectrum. Let's go. Well, yeah, he's on several. But the point is, the, the point is that he is, uh, he has channeled his OCD, uh, which he's wrestled with for a long time. Uh, which all, also, by the way, if people listening to this, I'm going to give like a weird self help sort of thing for a second. Uh, <laughs> Paul, who is my close friend, Bob's friend, but former roommate, yeah. like like. Uh, I've seen Paul go through every type of suffering that you get from like mismanaged mental health concerns. I've also seen him rise himself out of that and be a productive uh, career man and Mm. family person, Mm. has a kid now and all that. Forever respect. But it came through religious amounts of of like of work. Uh, on himself hard times so so like when when the therapist hands you that workbook that nobody ever does he's the weird motherfucker that sat and did it 30 times Mm -hmm. and and so for people at home it sounds obvious but like yo i watched somebody better their situation by following a therapist's advice and actually doing the work writing things down helps a lot i'm like a weird neurotic person with my journal is I go I have one journal that I write everything and then I go in and I edit and I take all the important shit out and I rewrite that oh, into like Jesus. one that I keep it's, it's bizarre but it helps you like make sense of your your mental state like if you need that are you organized you're crazy organized uh, yes I keep a moleskin and I write down everything that yes. I have to do same, same. at Black any moleskin. time and uh, cross that out as I do things, uh, oh, wow. I make my bed. To do list. I think that's just that's our. We're gonna do a study on the Moleskin List um, Society. <laughs> I think if we did that, there'd be a shocking amount of people. Amanda does it. My, yeah, like, my, my, my girl has what's called like it's a new type of list I never heard of before. It's like a book, a new type of book, like <sighs> a like like a blast. Um, blast. I need to learn about this. Anything, in, anything in organizational technology, I must know about. <laughs> Uh, I forget what it's called, like blast scheduling or something. It's like, mm. it, it, but it's an extreme form of like, you know, like bu- write, bullet for bullet yeah. schedule. To do okay. lists are fun. Like I write the most trivial thing on my to do list, and then I cross them out, and I have I a sense so, of I feel yeah. so accomplished. Yeah. Power. Yeah, All right, good. guys. Yeah, All right. Wow. So, um, <laughs> do, 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 me and Pat are over here painting on the wall. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you guys are like getting things exactly. done. Um, yes. Paul. Photos. Uh, so Paul does an amazing thing. Uh, yes. Firstly, uh, Paul understands his rights. So people get very mad when I describe the story, and I love it. Yes, I love Paul, it. Paul understands his rights, uh, which is that if you live in the United States, you can take a photo- photograph in any public, any public space. place. So when uh, he's at the bathroom. Sick. <laughs> so when people <laughs> attempt to stop him. And he's not like some creepo taking a picture of kids. No, let's set the scene. Yeah. Let's set, it's let's tough, set the scene. It's tough, though. It's tough. Like, right. Well, sometimes d- I do have kids in my photos and people do not. I'm sure it's weird about better it. from me, but like, I don't know your friend. What does he look like? Uh, <laughs> yeah. he, he looks like a Polish iron worker, but, but he, yeah. he, he is. Uh, beautiful uh, man. Uh, he, <laughs> so he. Would I'm just, sitting at a bus stop uh, in Albany, New York. This is your setting the scene? Paul walks over with his camera. I might not have a job or I'm going to Dunkin' Donuts where I may work or I'm going to sit there all day. Paul takes a photo of the bus stop. Yo, what are you doing? Whatever the fuck I want. Fuck you. <laughs> so, so, so Paul has got... Irreverence. Paul, who is Amazing. not looking for trouble in any respect, responds to any... 
any sort of that sort of pushback with extreme and he's yeah and he's not like a big man so he is no. the funniest dude i've ever seen because people back down because when you say hey what the fuck are you doing and the response is uh, I'm exercising my motherfucking rights. Do something. <laughs> like you, people tend to fucking back yeah, down. Yeah. Regardless. So I assume that's exactly what your photo situation's like, Definitely, right? Always. Say that to people. <laughs> you know. I just but, try and be as sneaky as I can, and then there's really see, no issues. That's but worse for sometimes me. Sometimes I ask. It's like people going up, people doing this. Sometimes <laughs> I ask. I'll do what I want. Yeah. Sometimes I ask if I feel about it, weird about it, and then I mean, nine times out of ten, people are like, "Sure, sure. take yeah. my photo." I don't it, know. It's a little. Do you ever get asked for copies? Yeah, yeah. Do Usually digitally, for, I'll yeah, like, yeah. you know, oh, what's your Instagram? They'll follow right. me. Oh, and then I'm like, chill. yeah, I'll, you know, and I develop, like, takes a while to get my photo. Have you ever back. gotten caught, like, sneakily trying to take a photo? Yes, in the gym a lot. But that's, oh, that's how that's people get arrested. I know. Let me tell you, like, girls, if, so if I do that, I go away for two years. How does the rights change for that? Like that's with, a it's a private space. You're yeah. not allowed to take uh, photos. Private property, yeah. homie. This was like phone. You can get shot for that. Yeah, there was just it's more like people that look like people, and I'm like, oh, let me get a photo. It's never malicious Yo, or yeah, like yeah, yeah, fuck yeah. this person. Right. I don't make fun of anyone in the gym. I think that's terrible to do to somebody. Yes. See, unacceptable. I'm in a different space. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm Shocking. Let me push yeah. back on yeah. not making fun of people at the gym. I mean, I mean it's t- like you're trying to better yourself. You're working. When out. When was the last time you care. stepped into a gym? Uh, the world is my gym. The, so, the free boxing right, gym relax, in Albany. Fucking blood clot. So, Gorilla workout. <laughs> yeah. Street workout. The world is my Patrick gym. Patrick Here's the, <laughs> But here, here's my thing. I, I fully agree with your sentiment. I just, I took a photo of a kid on the train and I said, I must've said something negative about him. And, and people were. A kid on a train? No, not a kid. You know when. Like, like a, you know, yo, he, he means younger guy, than us. Younger than us. Yeah. An adult. A 26 year old. I don't okay, fucking okay. know. Can you ask him how old he was? But no, yeah, yeah. I, I checked his ID. So, yeah. he, so, so uh, he had his birth certificate on him. We're good. Yeah, right. He's good. Uh, Anyway, point is, I said something funny about him, and people online killed me. They were like, yo, that's, that shit's oh, wrong. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yo, wrong? You're going to use the word wrong? You can say, hey, I don't like that. You can say, hey, that's distasteful. Yo, motherfucker, this world would be better if we all could lightly roast each other just yes. a tiny fucking bit. Do you remember you what got- you said? I think I said, uh, LOL. Ha ha, fat I, I, clown. Ha ha ha, fat <laughs> shitty no, fat. No, he wasn't fat. even fat. He was a shamer. He, wasn't even he was fat. shaming. Was it more? He was like, shaming. Let's hey, get it. Was it I mean, more aesthetics you know, or? Honestly, sometimes, sometimes you got to do that. It makes people stronger. You know? See, but that's my position, but not everybody agrees. I know. Uh, you all got helicopter parents out there. Anyway, the point is that, uh, they, no, he wasn't fat. He just looked like, he, I think he looked like he was at the drive in in the year 2017. So I took a and photo of him. That's fucking funny. Like, and you made fun of him. And that's it. You know, like, my point is that, like, I think that, like, I don't think this is the hottest take in the world. I think that there is a difference between lightly roasting somebody because it, it is a funny fucking situation mm-hmm. or their look is funny. It's like when people take sh- photographs of me at a show. Oh, it, and you got the weird look. Mm-hmm. I look horrendous. Nine, yeah, but 90% of the photos you take, like, mm-hmm. I've done digital show photography, too. Nobody looks I, cool. No, I'm, you're throwing out 95% of that. Liam There's Gallagher like 10 looks good cool. photos. Everyone yeah. else looks terrible. Yeah, they're, yeah he doesn't like, move, exactly. Especially yeah. vocalists. Mm. They're, you're making weird faces. Like, sure. You know, it's, you're sweating. Yeah. Well, maybe not you. Cause you know. I chased a guy for like two blocks because he had a leather duster with four punch lyrics on it. What is oh, that? I've seen, the, I've seen a picture of that. That, really? that was my handiwork. Oh, really? I chased him down. Oh, he had the positive youth will always remain. Oh, and I was like, like and I literally, yeah. And I was like, what the fuck? He had a leather duster, and I literally That's chased wild. him. Coming out of the path train, Pat, um, which went to World Trade Center, I went after, I like chased him down to, like, 
I mean, I didn't ask him. I just took his photo. Okay, so check this out. Here's a photograph of me. Is this the one I, did I said? Would, I was just looking for it. It would be yes. ludicrous if you didn't ridicule this. It would, like, if you see this. You mean, like, from a talent standpoint or yeah. you specifically? No, 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 no. You no, want to be made fun of. Yeah. Shout out to the photographer. I mean, you, 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 look like, you, know, you look like the king of the trailer park. You know? <laughs> Razor blades Whoa, and spinners or something. zoomed in as yeah. hell. No, it's just his font. Wow, that doesn't look like you at all. It's the least but flattering the photo. photo. Is good, right? if, if you know, if like I don't know. If, but yeah. my my point is, is that like my point is, I, yeah, yeah, I look yeah. like I'm being struck. Exactly, like but motion. Ghosts are getting you. No, it's your, it's like the most hardcore photo I've ever seen of you. I'm the most so. hardcore man you've ever met. But here's here's the point. <laughs> <laughs> who's the most hardcore man you've ever met, Bob? Me. Oh, okay. Here's the great point. answer. Is that. I hope that the comments on this are roasting me because I'm atrocious looking and it's okay. Yeah. It's all it's right, okay. fam. It's, it's okay. all right. To, yeah. That's true. I know, but not every, I mean, with things like But not that, everybody's putting to, themselves up on stage, you, I think. You also have to consider people's background the and like the stage. things that they've gone through. But like you said, like a certain amount makes you stronger, you know. But yeah, like, I'm not suggesting like we we walk behind people being like your body's imperfect and I hate yeah. you. Yeah, I, I'm, yeah. Not, I'm not saying that. I'm you mean your Thursdays a, from four to eight? Put my toe shoes someplace. Someone yeah. takes a picture and roasts my ass online. Right. Wait, what are you wearing? Like yeah. toe shoes with Yo. like that are just oh, yeah. toes. Someone made fun of my ass for that. I, you know, what? I'd be like, maybe I should reconsider wearing these god awful no. shoes. Oh, no, but no, if you no, have no, those or, in all black, I think that's a romance or love. I could do that. I could do that. Yes. Or you power through and you say, or you say, I fucking love this. Yeah. You say, guess what? No stranger who I have no reason to value their opinion could yeah. ever oh, alter my is. fucking viewpoint on toe shoes. You know what I mean? I yeah. think toe shoes are cool. Bob is I have like the more of, of an issue here. like making fun of things that people can change. Like <laughs> things about them. Absolutely. You know, right. like, if, if it's your clothes yeah, or like your attitude. Like like, right. If I'm yeah, running yeah, up yeah. on a guy and being like, oh, you've got like a big goiter. Yeah. Well, that's a weird, that's a weird, hurt, that's a weird <laughs> hurtful vibe. But if yeah, I'm I am just, laughing. But if I'm just, but if I'm just like, well, but that's the thing, right? Is that I could, I think I might be able to handle that if yeah. I was goiter guy. But if it, but not everybody can and I respect, not everybody can and I respect that. But, if it's just like a willful like, hey, I'm. You have to know leaving the house that you dress like an asshole. Well, it's just like if I'm wearing like some like bootleg Yeezy boots that are like mm-hmm. rhinestone encrusted and shit, and I look. I don't even know what that means. I look goofy. <laughs> Ugly but shoes. I look goofy, but it's like a. There are. It's a conscious already. thing yes. that hey, I love this, and somebody's like, hey, that's goofy as fuck. You know who I uh, feel bad for? Comedians, because it's like, what do you even do at this point? Like, um, comedians are just getting. Well, you can't make fun of anyone. Oh, the yeah. Being, like, being it, a comic now, I feel like I it's don't like, even like almost impossible. Yeah, and, and like for like certain no. facets of comedy. So you know, I, I in Brooklyn, I attend uh, comedy shit when friends invite me, and I got a couple friends that do comedy. We got mm-hmm. a friend of the podcast that does comedy. Yeah, and. Uh, it's interesting because uh, there is like this kind of Brooklyn sort of like woke clap comedy sort of thing where like mm. no, no, you might need to explain <laughs> this sounds comedy uh, right so, so clap comedy uh, clap comedy is where um, sounds like a snooze fest it, well it's oh, it's listen. where it's where people make jokes but the jokes aren't necessarily funny maybe they are sometimes but they're not necessarily funny <laughs> but, <laughs> but so they're like they basically jokes, Ellen DeGeneres but they're not funny well, well they're more clever and no, they're like <laughs> it's, it's just a, okay. right it's, it okay. might not be a laugh riot right, but right. it's just people clap instead of laugh because it's 
a sentiment that they agree with rather than like the traditional form of comedy where you go. There's there no, to laugh. there's no, there's no guttural laughter. From right. it. It's not hitting your like, stomach. That was a good point. It was right. Like, right. Like I also, I also you, you feel that, that fat people shouldn't be ridiculed. Yes. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like that sort of thing. God damn. I just made eye contact with three people. So the, po- the, so the point is, God damn it. Is not if he's on the ruckus. That's true. Maybe I wrote a ruckus. But you saw how everybody. fast he was riding that ruckus. <laughs> so, uh, so point is, uh, but then I went to the other type of comedy a few nights later, and I found that that shit still has plenty life. We just don't hear about it much on the internet. You know yeah. what that the thing sense. is to me yeah. though? I think it's like co- underground. Like I can't yeah. say this on an HBO. Well, it was special, it was but... it was super like I, like so. Me and my my dude Ryan are are in the front row, and the girl just comes out at, at the comedian, and she's just like, "Whoa, rapist row over here," because <laughs> we looked terrible, yeah. and, and, and then she lit into us, yeah, brutally. Yeah. With no regard for anybody in the room, yeah. sort of sensitivities on any level, and it was wildly funny. Yeah. And but here's the deal: my cup of tea, maybe not somebody else. They can go to the clap comedy if they don't want, to, if they don't like that. It's a choice. But, no, it's a choice. Well, that's the thing but, is, I'm saying there's space in, for both, and I think that's that what I'm saying. I think that we kind of hit this wall now because of the level of conversations that we're in, we're in this kind of weird subculture bubble where all those things are. I don't know. I don't know if Mac, who works at the fucking Cube, uh, thinks about this at all. He thinks that the oh, no. the raucous no. comedy oh. shows he was seeing are just the same. And he's probably not wrong. I just think there's there's a space for that. I actually think comedy should be this place. I mean, coming up in the 80s, 90s, that stuff, I always thought that um, the comedy was this cool equalizer and a place where those jokes could be made almost to create discourse and to have that conversation and like that's cool and it's okay to laugh at ourselves this it's is cool I, right I went to go see Chappelle mm-hmm. about three weeks ago oh, they did like uh, so rad it was awesome like so this country band that I was going to see show got cancelled and I, I was like I wonder what happened he's like they're like someone bigger than us took the room Gramercy mm. Theater. Yeah. So I hit up a buddy of mine. I was like, it's Chappelle, right? Like jokingly. And he's like, yep. I was, so we bought tickets. Like they nice. sold tickets maybe four hours before we went on. Yeah. You had to hand over your phone. Yeah. And put it in one of those. Let's but see, it but it, and at first I used to think it was Misfit because it's style. Like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but he's, he was like the, for, pre, like he did it first. He was the earliest, yeah. yeah. I always thought it was like, oh, they don't want like their material getting out. Yeah. Hello, Tom May here, host of Future Friday. I've spent the last 15 years on the road with my band, The Menzingers, where I've met all kinds of wild and fascinating people. So I started a podcast. On Future Friday, I talked to fellow musicians about the moments that made them, their passions outside of music, and the curiosities that tie us all together. I've also talked to the likes of UFO researchers, magicians, soldiers, and documentary filmmakers, and I'm constantly searching for folks that can shape and change our view of the world. You can check out Future Friday wherever you like. Well, hey, friends. My name is Zach Lupiton. You may know me from the band Dust Bowl Revival, but I also host a music discovery podcast called The Show on the Road. For the last five seasons, I've been able to dive deep and have intimate chats with folks like the Lumineers, Andy DeFranco, Wolfpack, Keb Moe, Lake Street Dive, Bela Fleck, and more. So guess what? After 150 conversations with some of my favorite songwriters from around the world, we are bringing brand new episodes to the Osiris Network. New interviews and intimate acoustic performances will be coming at you this summer. And which episodes are coming next, you ask? I am Zach Goody, the lead singer for the band Smash Mouth. Our band is called Milky Chance. We are based in Berlin. My name is David Shaw. I sing and write songs with my band, The Revivalists. 
Trust me, these conversations go some wild places. So subscribe to the show on the road on Osiris, and we'll see you soon. This is Krista Makes, guitarist and vocalist for Less Than Jake, and host of Krista Makes a Podcast, a songwriting podcast where every week I'm joined by an amazing guest to break down the writing, recording, and release of one iconic song from their career. In our giant evergreen back catalog of episodes, we've had rock legends such as Dee Snyder and Huey Lewis, punk rock favorites like Mark Hoppus, Fat Mike, and Brett Gurowitz, and up-and-coming artists of today such as Liz Stokes of The Beths and Genesis Owusu. We've had guests from all genres and styles of music, and I guarantee that if you peruse our back catalog, you'll see several episodes that'll make you say, man, I gotta hear that. Whether you're a fan of music or a creator of music yourself, you'll take away a whole new appreciation for the songs you know and love. Chris Makes a Podcast is available for free on all the places you could possibly listen to podcasts, and new episodes come out every Monday. Watching this dude, this dude was like, I don't want any of the shit. Like, not like my new material, I'm going to go on tour, mm-hmm. and I don't want people to have heard the jokes already. This was like, I'm going to say some yes. shit yeah. that I don't want any, don't like, right and like the did you ever watch like that netflix the second i just netflix got i just did? started going into the one, it, yeah. it's like two parts yeah the second one when he's just sitting there smoking a cigarette and yep. he's just like fuck the entire night he spoke for like two and a half hours and it was like that wow and it was just kind of like oh he would have been in such this would have been on tmz mm-hmm. yeah people would have come at him hard like it was definitely like not to to preserve his material it was more to like I want to be able to talk to you guys and not feel like this is going to get out there and you're a special audience yeah. yo and, and to me are like are we out of the place? Am I unique or am I fucking weird for the fact that like I think that's a good I think that's a good place to be able to laugh, be able to have humor and also some good thought comes out of that. You know what I mean? Am I wrong? I was I was going to say earlier when you were talking about the discourse that people encounter and I feel like we can kind of encounter it within our culture as well where someone is doing something and then pausing and then sort of speaking on it. I was actually going to reference his specials on Netflix, of which I think could have just been one because I feel like there's one has half the material, one the other has the other half. They should have just been combined. But in one of them, I believe the one you're speaking about where he's sitting with a cigarette, at one point, he's doing the jokes, but at one point, he stops and kind of discusses, I can't even remember what, but something about like just like America or whatever the Mm -hmm. context he's talking about in a non-funny manner. But it was like, it was sort of, like a like a like a thought provoking moment like, for like, the audience. It's like a verbal know? footnote, and I mean, yeah. it's it's so, it's sort of what we he's, get to do right now. Yeah, you he's know? ripping like, into people, and so like ripping into stuff like that, making fun of like you know like whatever he's making fun of. But then there's this moment of clarity, to kind of be like, hey, like we're all laughing here, we're all making fun of stuff, but also like you don't have to just be one or the other. You can be, you know, you can I have mean, a thought provoking. You can be, moment. you can you can say you can make an insensitive joke because it's a joke. And be a thoughtful, sensitive person. Know your context. Know what you're doing. Know what the consequences are. And to me, I'm not a comedian. I'm not up on stage making jokes. So I try not to make insensitive jokes. Well, but, you I, know I, I, what you're going for. Yeah. It's not like he's walking up to you on the street and be like, here's a fucking Holocaust joke. Like, no, it's like... No, and if someone walked up to Patrick... money to get into a place If we were walking knowing, down the street and we're with Patrick and someone's like, yo, that dude looks like a rapist, I'd be like, yo, fuck you, yeah, man. That's a, that's, right. That would right. not be a fun joke no. outside of the context right. of the comedy club. You know what I, I mean? agree right. with you. Right. Arena and intention, I feel like for a lot of swath of things and like be it like any culture or any like form of like 
medium or anything like that is super important. This has convinced me. I'm taking that job with Barstool Sports. <laughs> I, I, you guys, you, you've won me over. I wasn't going to mention the interview. Yeah. You've uh, won me over. Um, does not like sports at all. As I do like sports. I don't. I don't like think. What? I don't actually think you really need to like sports to <laughs> name one sport. Yeah, name <laughs> one sport without balling. Yo, get get into cricket, man. Just no, make that be your thing. I've, Hockey's I've watched great. a full cricket. You live match. in New York. Not go to MSG. It's fun. Hockey's too cold for me. I don't like cold shit. Oh, please. Um, Hoodie weather all day. No caps. Fuck also, summer. when I was a kid, hockey was the most impossible sport to watch on television. It was literally impossible. Yeah. I don't well, know anybody. Well, HD did a lot. I know. HD did a lot. Go River Rats. Go River Rats forever. So, okay. Uh, what else we got? We got. We, so, we talked about photography. I mean, yeah. let me ask you this. Oh, have, yeah, you got a question? No, no, no. no. Okay. So, the last question I got. Is there anything about taking photos of hardcore bands that you would tell someone? Like is it like tell give me somebody, a like, who hasn't like to done sell it. them on it um, to have them do tell it, me I'm or? a I'm a pro photog dude I do photos for people <laughs> forever photo I'm like road. I'm like yeah she's barfing now it's cool <laughs> I'm like I do it but I've like, never taken do you have a picture. tiny hat and Vans <laughs> <laughs> one of those condom beanies I mostly yeah. 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 just slide into condom DMs beanie. and say hey, hey do you want to want to shoot please come by yourself want to shoot I'm not gonna pay you yeah right so no it's someone who who knows how to take photos what is different about taking pictures at a hardcore show than fucking at the park well yeah i mean it's exciting you're i enjoy the music so much so i'm trying to like get as close to the action as i can and like also not get kicked in the face so it's just fun to capture the moment there's like so many times i just look through the shows that i went to the pictures i took and i'm like that was a sick show yeah, that's like, right. that was a really good show um, it's fun to like save, but it's, it's hard, hardcore wise. I mean, if there's no barrier, like yeah. you're kind of like half looking out for yourself. It's, Have you ever gotten injured? I've, yeah. I mean, I've definitely been kicked in the face by my yeah. own friends. Like yeah. <laughs> I, I, crowd killing, like just have had this actually folly had a reunion show about eight years ago <laughs> and this, <laughs> this one dude kept <laughs> jumping off the stage right into me and my friends just over and over and over and we literally just ganged up on him and started punching him we're like dude what the fuck you know high respect, like high respect <laughs> like, like you can't it there's just i mean there's an unspoken you know kind of thing I'm with a, that where I'm I haven't really been I try and like get up onto a table or, or like get, get up, behind yeah, a big right, guy right, you know right. like, I, I met a photographer who best. takes uh, photos in like conflict zones and and sort mm -hmm. of like uh, oh that's rough like some vice news type yeah, shit no right. like, like like he's uh, it, actually interesting uh, he was at backstage at a every time I die show I guess he knows those guys through Scott Ian he's Scott Ian's like but like personal no like best friend for like <laughs> like close close friend anyway cool dude uh, is a good photographer whatever uh, but would he, you beat him uh, if there's a contest yeah with if, your phone if you give me an iPhone 10 I'll beat him but but here, but here's <laughs> the thing mode. yeah he, portrait uh, mode he, he takes photos in some really rough places mm -hmm. like places that are uh, by my estimation like the on the Chernobyl walking tour and is there like a cultural barrier there like people that I, may might not understand I asked him all those questions and I was like yeah man I, I it can be so offensive but you I always just have to you have to like take it well, no, yeah, he, his, his, yeah it has to happen yeah. like you his look at like was, war zones well his, his point was uh, people on the ground don't seem to care um and I said, do you ever worry? Because you must be carrying around like eight grand worth of equipment. He's like, at least. Probably more, yeah. And, and, and I said, so you ever worry? And he's like, 
He's like, the tragedy, honestly, that works out in my favor is... There's so much other shit there's no place to sell a ten thousand yes. dollar camera yeah. if you're if you're in like that's a good yes. point yeah so he's he's like they're they're more likely to take your sneakers off you because they literally need them versus there's no utility wow. to yeah there's yeah. no utility to a ten thousand dollar camera yeah just keep a couple pairs of sneakers in right. your backpack you're good so but i found that is really he like embedded with anyone or no he, he he does like uh i think his i think he's less dangerous now i think his current thing is uh like um, some of those, uh, uh, not Doctors Without Borders, but like he goes to all those spots through like some of those. For anybody that's interested, I learned a lot about, uh, what do you call it? Maybe somebody would know um, where it is like people here match money uh, to f- microfund, microfunding, yeah. microfunding for uh, like women's causes in uh, developing nations, right? That's right. And, and I asked him, I said, Oh, you know, my girl has a college course where they told her that that shit is actually damaging, and he and he's like, yeah, "Look, the college course." He's like, "I'm on, I'm on the I'm on the ground here." Yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean. He's it's like, so different when you and if you can give that to people, that's great. Like but, if you're giving them that first account, and otherwise, how are you going to see all that shit? Yeah, know? I mean, it's really, I'm. That's like the important photography work to me is is more documentary style. Like my photo professor from Monmouth, he he gets grants and he'll go to like a a developing country and take photos at a hospital for three months or right. something like that. And like, that is like so valuable because yeah. it's like history. That, that, that shit is like not as cool as taking a photo of the Acacia strain, but it's, it's, <laughs> it's almost, it's almost as cool as taking the picture of Jules from side by side, jumping in front of the U S flag. Oh, it's pretty nice. It's a yo, pretty good photo. Yo, quick, quick, in the same quick, arena. Quick question. Best, yeah. best hard to Obviously one is better than the other. That one's up there. The stage dive high five has got to be up there, right? <laughs> I funny. like people just in the air. Yes. Like, um, yes. That's my favorite. You know what I would put up there? And maybe because I'm biased because yeah. the subject and the photographer, that trial photo that Matt Miller took from... That's Bar- a good Murray photo. Fight. It's a good photo. That's Yo, pretty up there. I watched that set recently. That's a fucking sick photo. It's, it, if, it, if trial was better, I would certainly argue it more. But no, it's yeah, a great photo. It's a pretty hot track. Bad. No. I was like, oh my god. Yeah, the violin and shit. Like that's. Yeah. Uh, Bob and I. I tried. And I, I tried again. Time. Hey, there's a it's lot of bands a I try with. I can't. How many times have you tried in your life? Uh, this is probably try four or five yeah. in a heavy well, same, way. You know same, what I mean? Same, like, same. Can't get there. I mean, so can't amazing. get there. Like, but no. Amazing. But but the photo itself is wonderful. Um, right. The picture of fucking Freddie Madball at like seven. Yeah. Uh, good a great photo. picture. Oh, you know what? One of my favorites is is uh yeah the way it is photo cover. Thanks, Chris. That that Yo, I brought first? up Jules jumping in front of the flag. That's a better version of that. Come on, let's be real. <laughs> no sieve in that one. Um, the, the fucking uh, the HR photo. HR one, like, like that. With rabies yeah. in the photo. I want to throw out a wild card. Roger and a- Amy um, in front of old CBs. Oh. Just chilling. It's like, it's it's the uh, manifestation of uh, trust by seven seconds there. <laughs> That's Love true. It. Shout out, Roger. Um, Do we see the rat bones dive photo from like that tall balcony? Mm. That's another one she, she, she brought up yeah. in the air, you know? Yeah. That's good. See, there's yeah. very high above Mike other people. Mike McCarthy dive's cool, but the photo isn't great. The yeah. photo isn't great. It's just a... Well, it, it's also so different shooting film. Like a lot of, you know, old stuff is on film and it's... Why are you obsessed? Uh, there's a there's a photo, did you see the recent post also, let me show you a picture of choke, picture choke from, from, from yesterday for people actually. at home uh, Tom just caught me looking for see, one of my I, favorite hardcore photographs I see his Instagram sometimes like I don't follow him but I see it on the explore page and uh, he looks like he's having a good time 
<laughs> What's he up to? What's this my dude up to? Cho- the, 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 we can't talk about it. Oh that's no, cool. we can't. Yeah, really, but that's, that's awesome. Funny. That's yeah. awesome. Choke on his hustle. God choke, bless. Do, do your do your side hustle. Choke. <laughs> oh, I would take that photo you. in a heartbeat. The uh, though, no, you know what? Go ahead. No, I was gonna go off that. Um, photos like in hardcore is a lot like documenting. It's like you catch the moment. We're talking about some of these photos. The photo of Mike McCarthy diving. Uh, it's not a great photo. It's just cool that moment. Yeah. Like. Sure, and there's and like so many. show photography is like it has a formula. Like you just put your camera on a setting and you try and get as many good ones as you right. can. And it's like you know, like you said, capturing the actual moment. It doesn't have to be perfect. Chris, I remember a uh, a notable photo of you with the uh, I believe it's in Brockton with the chains. No, that's a positive numbers. Uh, oh, oh, is yeah, it? Is positive numbers with the that chains? Was probably. Uh, well, we brought chains to positive numbers, but it got canceled. Four. I think. Ah, uh, no, there's definitely a photo of you with chains, and I, I think believe he's thinking with Colin. about. I think it's. Oh, oh okay. No, that's that was the last wrong sex show. Uh, Colin of Colin of Arabia yes. and P Boy's brother Jimmy. Attached to themselves with a really long chain. Yes. Oh, that, that's what he was wrong. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. No, 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 like construction took chains. a really good. The, Cooch, uh, yo, Chris Minacucci is an underrated hardcore photographer. Yeah, absolutely. The actual, the actual, the actual. Uh, I don't know what looking for. The rawness of that image as a young man seeing that, I was like, damn, this is some, this is some hard shit. Oh, it's like Bob said, that so captured like that. A, 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 a moment, moment if yeah. you will, the naivety of youth. Yes, it was no, it was no dump truck. All right. Um, so um, back when everybody was still on their parents. Uh, so sound and fury dental, was fun. Dental care. <laughs> Photography is cool. Um, Patrick's, but he's also the best. the best photographer that's ever existed. You know. So tell me about your drive from DC because mm. Kara was saying she's heard about the traffic. I've heard, DC. but I, I mean, can you give me some details? Uh, let me let me give you let me give you some details. So. Uh, Picked up a rental car at nine. Told some people I was driving up here to uh, meet me at nine thirty. We left my house at ten. I was like, all right, you know, we'll be there like somewhere two to three range if if we're going, you know, going good. Probably probably like closer to three. Um, and uh, it took us seven hours with one ten minute stop. <laughs> and there's actually when I I arrived here, a car left Richmond at eleven. Uh, and and the no, they are not. They are. They were two hours to go still. Wow. Um, Fuck. It's DC. It's, All for it's the show? Northern Virginia. I, I, I'm pretty sure everybody's going for the show. That's cool. Um, but uh, yeah, that's. Um, it, is actual, <laughs> yeah. it is actual hell. I feel like it, I want to just nuke that whole area, and I feel like you could probably drive through it better. So, even without. Yeah, so, like, um, traffic in Los Angeles is the worst I've ever experienced. Traffic going into New York City has at times been bad. Traffic through Connecticut Connecticut's is the worst. Pretty, that's rough. The worst. I, yeah. I can't I'd describe. I'd rather go to prison. DC. Driving that, it uh, it's it's Connecticut it multiplied matter, yeah. by fifteen, from from basically halfway between Baltimore to DC going south, and then if you're driving further south to like say you're driving to Richmond, yeah, the drive through Northern Virginia, you look over and you're like, oh, it's six lanes and everyone's just dead. Everyone's stop. backed up. It's awful. It's awful. It's awful. And it I don't, makes it makes Connecticut a drive time. Like, I asked that. Whatever. I asked the question. I'm like, and I always like ask like, why is this happening? And I yeah. always like, and there's never like an accident. There's never yeah. like anything like cool yes. going on, or you know, like something like crazy to see. It's always just for no reason. Yeah. I don't know why people don't just drive. But I've been know. two hours away from United. Yeah, sorry, I forgot about the mic. Uh, I've been two hours away from United Blood every time I've gone to United Blood mm-hmm. for four to six hours. Yep. <laughs> yep. And the Jeep, oh, yeah. it will always be two hours away. Yep. It's like a time vortex. You're it's yeah, exactly where you are. So, all right. What, what else we got today? I have, we have 
had a few things more for Kara. <laughs> yes, few things more. Few things, but that wasn't really good English. Um, sell us on Wikiface. Sell us on Wikiface. I thought you did I, already. I feel like I did that already. Um, sell me on Wikiface. <laughs> All right, they're Neuromancer at Jace. Do you like rap? Whoa, music? Uh, I do. I'm a, I'm a big hip hop fan. Okay. Is Wikiface hip hop? He I wasn't here for I this part. Yes. I think it's like its it own is. lane, honestly. This is very it difficult is. to answer. I think it's it's its own thing, and it's kind of new. And he almost started this whole. Well, that's the new thing that we can thing. never take away from him is that Adam has been on this for like when he first started, people clown the shit out of him because yeah. it was a new thing that people were like, "What is they just this don't weirdo get it, doing?" Yeah. And he, they're like, "Tigers are so good, though." Right, <laughs> and he enjoys it so much that he saw a vision and it, so that's why even though I have no idea what the fuck he's doing right now I really kind of admire it like whenever you power through like that sort of like we want you to do the old thing yeah you know what I mean like oh yeah I, I, I mean I but I think that's this dude's mark that's what he does he's just doing yeah, it I, am a power I think if someone t- said five years ago, dude's been doing it for five plus years yeah uh, yo, this is gonna be a thing. He's gonna be able to make some loot on the set. I think everyone would have laughed. My thing was, I was like that for a while. Even with hardcore, like with rap, I'm like, all this new shit sucks. I hate Migos. I hate this auto tune bullshit. It's not talented. Like, you know, I was, I was very in that lane. And then it was just kind of like, this is what's happening. This is where this is going. Let me just embrace it and find what I like about it. We just drilled down to a very important thing for this particular podcast. Thank you so much for articulating yeah. a thing that is now going to be uh, a recurring uh, theme. Uh, so we know hella old heads that don't like what's popping until you show them that what's popping is multi, multi-form and multifaceted and that there is something for them. Because something that's fascinating is when you are only hearing, like, for example, if, if you believe that mumble rap... If, it's like surface. Like, what you're not getting into the what's influencing those people. Let's see. Forget all that for a second. We won't even get there. If mumble rap is all you are hearing about, you believe that that is the only thing that is happening. Yeah. But obviously there is, like, it's like, it's like if we're going to make it hardcore-ish... Like say that metalcore influenced versus more traditional forms. Like Bob is telling me that the traditional stuff is bubbling and ready to pop again. You know? Oh, what I, mean? yeah. I 100% agree. And, that's coming around. But that's end. not what I'm currently seeing. Around. So in my head, I'm thinking every kid is playing in a disembodied band. Yeah. Like a band like Detain. I didn't think I was ever going to see a band like that again. That was the kind of hardcore I started listening to. Okay. Like that's like what was around when I was younger. So is that so is that like throwback for you? That's fun. It kind of you know is what? Fun. It's, it's funny I'm you like, say wow, that. Wow, this is now. Like someone showed it to me, and I was like, Where, "When's this band from?" You know, like early two thousand, like, like in, New Jersey. When's this band from? Is a great two thousand. I want to say like ten or something. Maybe it was nine. I was at um, a show in Virginia Beach, and uh, Dead and Path was playing. And at like, I guess around nine to about 10 or so, like a lot, of, like more bands started popping up. It kind of sounded like them. But prior to that, things were like, you know, faster, like a little more traditional. Um, and uh, I remember some guy that had been from Troy. Oh, yeah. Was there. That's the spot. And Troy. he, uh, he like they were playing and he was like, oh, he's like, he's like beat down again. He's like, that's back. And I was like, I was like. I guess. I guess so, man. Yeah. And like, he was very surprised because he thought that that had died out. So, to your exactly. point, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. What's crazy about me though is I love 
like some of the looking back stuff and hate some of the other stuff. And as soon as there's a scene for it, I legitimately hate it with all my purpose. You bet. You know? Yeah. There's so a I, difference between influence and emulation. And I think when things are emulating stuff like to like a T, it's like lame. Where does the chain know? fall in that? Um, I would say there, if there, if there is a spectrum, as we're speaking about, um, was he for the spectrum? You were here for the spectrum. Yeah, spectrum a little, talk. little bit of spectrum talk, you know. But uh, I would say they are um, heavier on the influence side as opposed to the emulation side. I think there might be a little bit of emulation. No, I think there, that's. But, I think that's about right. I've, yeah. After seeing them at this weekend, I was like, oh, I may have written them off as too derivative of that world and just kind of like. Um, uh, oh, not legacy, these, like know. um, like tribute kind of homage, yeah, kind of, yeah, yeah. and they they put it on. I think they put it on in a way nah, that was I, like, oh, this will do well, and this could do well in Virginia Beach. Oh, like, oh I would absolutely, oh, love, they should be, I would they absolutely should love to get them. They're from there. Uh, like, they're from like you know, uh, Kalamazoo. <laughs> Kalamazoo. <laughs> Uh, they are from uh, the Cherry Mads. City. What is it? Um, oh, from Mackinac. Like Lake from Mackinac City. Is it East Michigan? UP. So just reach out to them. They'll play Virginia they're Beach. They're from okay. Michigan. Uh, okay. I'll, I'll from get Michigan. my Virginia Beach people and tell them to hit them up because they would absolutely Dead and Dreaming, Detain. Oh. That's a show. There's uh, a couple knockouts happening at that one. <laughs> For sure. You, you know, go to the Virginia Beach show with King Nine and Project Pat. Um, mm. So I am an incredibly unlucky person. And I was on the way to that show. And the car that I was in broke down on the highway oh, as God. I was on the way there and uh, had to be towed away. So I did not make that one. I'd, I honestly, from when that show got announced, the Project Pat King 9 show there, I expected there to be a lot of static at that. I expected like the mixed crowds to not really like mm. get along, mm. apparently. No issues. Very chill. That's and like, cool. all the videos looked really like, like everybody's having a good time. Love so, uh, yeah, um, I really wish I had been at that, but unfortunately. Uh, King Nine record ever coming? What's the deal? It's coming. Yeah. I, I've seen, I seen them post something about the 24th of this month. I don't oh. know what it, I don't know what it means. Maybe a it's very, it's a very vague post. Okay. All right. But I don't know. You get the close casting thing on your phone. Do you know? Chris? Oh, he I, knows. I, uh, you know something. I have huh? no okay. Oh, he something. knows. He knows something. All right. Uh, well, it's we got, coming. We got something to be excited about. Okay. Uh, what else we want to talk about? We, we so you got some topics for people at home. Uh, we we just time. we just decided to have some guests around a show that's happening tonight. Uh, the show that Bob has talked about uh, previously because it. It's an interesting thing that's happening in Jersey tonight. There is what some people might call the young person show and what some people might call the old person show happening the same night. Uh, and we talked about it. It's a bit unfortunate uh, whenever that happens. Uh, there may or may not be some missed opportunities there. Uh, but we are now, as grownups, real fans of the combined effort. <laughs> you know, we combine the Make show. Make a difference. Combine the show. Uh, but... Uh, so we didn't have like a, a strict thing we wanted to talk about. Um, I've is a uh, team reunion. Oh, I didn't see. There's that. an A team reunion. Yeah. Yeah. The like A team last in line. Hear news about that. MFP rampage restraining order plus one. Middle East upstairs twelve twenty two eighteen. A team reunion. Next, yeah, next, I'm, last in line I'm on there. Line. Where's yeah. X Files oh, X? Mm. Uh, what's next? They just they did something. Yeah, it was like very low key like. 
Yeah. So here, let's use that to pivot. All right, there's the two shows going on tonight, which you said was older, younger. I don't even know. Would you have gone to the Beatrat show? I would have if it wasn't for the Blind Justice. And I think show. there is a little bit of that, which is just sad. Yeah. So we're not going to be. But that's sold on that. out, right? The, the Beatrat sold out, and they're playing. So, yeah. and there's something like that happened. Like so, like this so this show today is like, you know a weekend of shows. Mm-hmm. Um, and the two people who booked the show were here an hour ago. Yeah, well, yeah. Wait, 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 the dude there? who booked one show and the dude who booked the other show were both here. So. Is there a show again? Is there another so show tomorrow? There's one in Wilkes Barre tomorrow. And there was the one in Richmond last weekend, night of DTN Justice. and Blind Justice. Oh, yeah. shout, out, shout out to all the people that like you that traveled for like a weekend of shows. That's cool. Oh, definitely. Um, thank you. Uh, I uh, so the one last night there was a Deaf Heaven show going on at the same time. Mm. And uh, right, somebody told me that. Uh, which uh, Drab Majesty was playing. I really, I wish I could have somehow been in two places at once to see them. Uh-huh. But um, uh, the the DTN show sold out though, and it was fine. And I looked at videos of the Deaf Heaven show, and there was a ton of people there as well. So I'm, I, I think it can work, you know, like, I mean, sometimes you get, both shows are going to do well. Yeah, it's tough fine. in a suburbia kind of landscape. Um, yeah. whatever what can you do? Yeah. Um, they have a, they have like, I think once a month they have punk shows at that brewery, yeah. which is where beach rats are playing. And I try and go to those. The rod. Yeah. And, and uh, sorry for asking the same stupid question. I think I've asked before. Beach rats has a song in the world or no? Two. Oh, they do. Is it any good? Uh, you're, you're withholding comment. Okay. You want to comment on it or no? You want me to talk about it? I'll talk about it. Yeah. Um, it's a little <laughs> underwhelming. Uh, but I may be so bold. It's, I don't really care for Bouncing Souls. Mm. Me I love, either. I love mm. Life. Whoa, Life. really? Shocking. I know. Is, you like, is that allowed? Uh, it's not. It's like being from Long Island. You're, and not you're, like you're on a certain I have like my couple songs like I like. Not really a huge fan. Brooklyn, but I still love Who doesn't like Billy Joel? Jesus. A lot of people do. I don't like him either. But I liked him when I was like in seventh he's grade. He's from the South. It's clear now. Yeah. You understand. He likes Charlie Daniels or something. It's cool. Whatever. <laughs> You're from there. <laughs> You're from England. So whatever. What did they like in New Hampshire? Yeah. Um, so it's Brian Baker from Minor Threat. So like, it's kind of like, oh, this is like standard hardcore. But then you realize that dude created standard hardcore so mm-hmm. he can kind of do whatever the fuck he wants. I feel like a different singer would probably be really good. Mm. I love Lifetime. He's not even giving like his lifetime best. Yeah, I do it's like kind that. of like oh, really. It's literally. It sounds like he's placing the lyrics to the songs as he's going, mm. and it sounds like he probably should be psyched, but he doesn't sound that psyched. Mm. Um, they would be better off getting check it out. <laughs> yeah, it's a, sorry, Bridge Nine. Um, no, it's. I mean, I sell a ton of records. I mean, it's cool. I want to see. I want to see it. Uh, Ari is somebody who's always been good to me since I was a young dude. So it's like you like the, lifetime. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, the ops. I bought the Saves the Day record at Black Hat, and he, I, I thought he, he looked sad because <laughs> he's like, "Why are you doing this?" Like, like this band copied me. This to band a ripped me off, literally. Um, Did I ever tell you my the, the Ari no. Katz Matt Miller story? Oh yes, you have. They say it on the podcast. No, do you want to? Well, Matt Miller's dumb skinny right now, and so you can. Runs, so you like, feel good about it? Go for shit. it. Yeah, yeah, go for it. So Matt from Most Precious Blood came up to. Um, Red Bank, New Jersey. Red Bank, New Jersey, and was shopping at Black Hat. Black Hat Records, a record store Ari Katz owned about 16 years ago, 17 right. years ago. And um, ago. Matt was shopping, brought up, like, had like an armful of vinyl, like, went up to the counter, and Ari was working the counter. Because it was his store. Because it was his store. And, he go, and Matt goes, You know, it's funny. People say I look like you. And Ari goes, Yeah, I guess when I was fat. <laughs> and then Matt just, like, put his stuff down and was like, that's what I'm talking about. It's a good roast. We all got to roast each other. That's mean, dude. That's different. 
Yeah. Um, Ari always had a, they had a three-legged dog named Milo who always hung out at the store. Cool little dog. Um, I Where was that? That was in Red Bank? It was on was... Monmouth Street. Okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it was right there. Jax was right is in the pretty good. Still. For it's used. still around. Yeah. For Jax used. is still been around forever. On it's Broad always Street, been good. Yeah. Um, the, and where was I your store like in Asbury? Huh? Where was your place in Asbury? On Cookman. And what? Up at like, the top. Was it 723. Near? It was across from where Catsbury is now. Oh wow. shit! Uh-huh. Near like right Cookman near Cookman Creamery, and uh, you know theater. where the art studio, the art gallery is. Yeah, two doors down from that. Oh shit! Yeah. Nice spot. It was fun. Um, I wanted to like beach rats. I like uh, five to ten bouncing soul songs, probably. Quick check, five, girl. Five to ten, really? I, yeah, I would say under Quick under check, five. Girl, under five. Hopeless romantic. Hopeless romantic. Hopeless romantic. Classic. It's a hit. That song "Gone" is a great song. Um, and I do really like "Lifetime," and it feels like minor threats. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, right, I mean they're feasible. Let's they're passable, right? You know. Yes, I like Bad Religion. Yeah. Probably nothing that he's played on. No, no, I think maybe some, but not. Maybe. It's not yeah, the yeah, canon. Yeah, yeah. Um, I just think it feels a little bit like they're figuring this shit out, and maybe live it'll really coalesce. But the the songs I wasn't uh, I wasn't super. In. Um, yeah, but but where were we going? Oh, you were talking about all these bands. A team doing a reunion. No, but shows going against each other. And all oh, shows going yeah. against each other. Whatever. Uh, it's it's unfortunate. Happen. I hate it a lot. I say this as a guy who just did a s- small tour and uh, like it affects. Oh, you my- want to talk about your shit you had to deal with in the Bay? Did we? Because now that it's over, you can talk about it. <laughs> it's not an axe. No, nah, it's no axe. It's just the Bay's always got some fucking issue with me. Yo, do those Tic Tacs turn into gum? gum yeah, there's it's, gum Tic Tacs. It's weird. That's it's wild, man. Um, it's like... I don't know are you that. are you mad about that? No, I'm excited. Oh, okay. I feel like I feel like I'm in the future. This is I'm some not, neuromancer I'm shit. I'm not really with it. Uh, anyway, the, the point is, uh, there's a couple people with small grievances girl. against me in the Bay that have tried to make it a thing. Unfortunately, they saboteurs. Uh, unfortunately, they usually uh, have to disappear because they get in actual fucking legitimate bad person trouble. Uh, so it doesn't last very long, but. Uh, this show, which was kind of a, a weird conflict one to uh, book for me, uh, turned out to be very, very fun. And a college class of mostly uh, students from overseas sat in on the show. And for the first band, whose name escapes me at the moment, uh, they the students actually sat because they'd never been to a show before <laughs> and didn't know what to do. And... It was really fun to have them in the audience, like super fun. It's like a bunch of kids from China, but I think they said Beirut was, but like it was like kids from all over. It was rad. That, and it was just like. And they're showing American culture, so they're going to Gilman Street. Yeah, well, it was about like, it was about like, uh, they were taking like a protest culture oh, okay. class yeah, or, or something. And uh, it honestly, I would have a class at every show. I thought it was fucking fun as hell. Yeah. You know what I mean? Filled the room out in a way of like respectful, like engaged people that wanted to see what the fuck Just was watching. going on. It's so yeah. different now. Like even from when I went to Monmouth now, like when I went to Monmouth, it was just like jocks and stuff like that. But it's like, I know some art students there and they're like, yeah, I'll go to a hardcore show. Like, you know, I've, I know two that are coming tonight and had never been to a hardcore show. And really? I, I told and them they're about going to the Blind last Justice? One. Yeah, and I told them about the last one. They were like, this is awesome. Have a you lovely know, experience. Totally not, not in that scene whatsoever, but it's like they're so open to it. I mean, okay, big topic that we'll close out this podcast on. Uh, we've talked about it in brief before. Is hardcore being "quote unquote" just another genre of music, good or bad? I think so. Hold on. Well, you that, think so? It's, it's good, good or bad? 
Because I think it's amazing that I you can get... I think it's good for the band. Just, just good or bad. Let's go good or bad. I'm all about hardcore bands making money. So yes, it's good. Good. Bad. Okay, we'll get you later. Bad. Christos. Bad. What was the question? <laughs> <laughs> it's like if you're Is it good or bad for there to be casuals? It's not just casuals. Yeah, yeah. It's, oh, whoa, whoa. The, it's just another genre. Like, oh, just another genre. Um, which does lead to casuals. I feel like you brought this it, up yeah. before. Like, no, we've talked about Drake, it before. The Drake album yep. dropping the same as all those good hardcore records. Yep. And it's like, oh, we're it shouldn't jump matter. This to this, to this. But, and, yeah. and I didn't and but, I didn't know they were going to do the do the Shiggy thing that really, that, yeah. that made the record. Uh-huh, but the, I know, but, I love it. So um, this is a topic is it we've good touched or bad? on and it's been on my mind because of like, you know, like when you go to something like Sound of Fury, mm. which has uh, a lot of died in the wool, quote unquote, hardcore kids, but there's also people that really, truly just want to have a good time. You know what I mean? They're not terribly invested in the culture. Uh, and that's always been that way. Always. But that's what's that's ha- always been that way. But that's what's ha- that's what has been on my mind. I think and it should be inclusive. That's all I mind. No, so is it good or bad for the culture? Is it good or bad? That um, it's being relegated to just another to just genre. Another genre. Uh, it's it's kind yeah, of a okay. Hard you know question. what? I, All right, ready, ready for me. <laughs> you ready for me? Ready for this? Bam, 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 dan, dan, it's it's dan, no, exa- dan, that's exactly dan, what I was shooting going for. guns out into the, like sh- uh, sure, sure, it's, not it's good. Don't you don't you, you know why? You know why it's good because hardcore will never be another genre if it's doing the things that fucking hard makes hardcore not just another genre. But in my view, that mm. would be that would be doing something challenging, which I don't know if hardcore is currently doing. <laughs> There's I, different I levels, mean, dude. You know what I mean? Is when you think about it, is Gorilla Biscuits a particularly challenging band? In 2018, not remotely. No, correct. So, but then is something else like like uh, is is Amoebix an easy band? No. In, t- uh, in well, 2018, no, right. but, almost. But I could give you examples. Is Rorschach an easy no, band? Rorschach, no, right. Rorschach I could give you a million examples way. of things that are not easy. There's always going to be, and there's current stuff that's a lot well, more dense and hard to get into. But like, if hardcore is just another music, then it should fucking go away. See, okay, Period. so this End is what we, this I'll be hard about on. that. If it's, I'm kind of with you on that. Thing, if it's doing the things, if it's just being more accessible because it literally is. Because well, there were people who weren't getting into hardcore. Have arrived there. I mean, there was people who weren't getting hardcore because they just literally couldn't. There's people that Chris and I know who got into hardcore almost as a choice in the '90s because they were like bored college dudes who were like, "Huh, I'd like to be into something more interesting," and chose to had to seek it out because they grew up in Podunk and didn't know there was no ac- literal no access to that information the feeling of community is like something that's a basic human need yes. and i think hardcore music like you said it, to the people that it matters a lot to it's not going to change it well know? i mean i think i think where i find the issue personally with hardcore becoming just another genre when i go to like a big rap show i don't feel like i'm part of the local rap community right. i don't feel like i'm like you know, like I'm like going to see like 21 Savage and I'm like going to like, you know, like meet some people there and talk about our love of 21 Savage, you know, together, whatever. Um, I feel like hey, that's just, a cool, that's a cool little yachty shirt. Yeah. You know, it's like, it's like not the kind of thing where yeah. I'm going there and I'm, I, I feel like just like a, I'm, I'm just ahead in the crowd. You know, I'm just like a person. Yeah. Come to fucking New Jersey and feel like you're like in your backyard. 
Right. No other scene. It's other different other with like, like other kinds of music, though. Like with rap music, there's not really a level of it that's like, oh, you can go to a ten dollars show and it's going to be good, as good as a hardcore show. Yeah. You well, know, like that's there's my. People, thing. There's people that would push that that say yes. There's people that are very very invested in their local rap scene yeah. for sure. I work I work door to venue, and I like like work door for like that stuff. And it's and it's I will say this: it's that feeling is there. Nowhere close to as much as it is for like hardcore though, and no, that's from not like from an observational see, like, standpoint. Look at all the hardcore people you know; they're constantly supporting each other's work. You're con- like that's how you find it, out. It, about it, shit. I will say, like, and I, obviously, I'm from Richmond. It's not like the rap scene there's like giant by any means uh, or anything. There but are some good rappers from Richmond. It doesn't. Uh, shout out Nicholas F. Um, it doesn't come off as. It, it doesn't. It, it it seems like a little support, but it also seems kind of like way more competition with one another oriented. There's also less in, inclusive yeah. behavior in yeah, rap. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, still yeah. very like misogynistic, and you know, there's a long road ahead for that. But like stuff like Wikiphase, mm. that mm. is bringing mm-hmm. a whole new kind of fan. <laughs> you know? But here's the deal. I think if you get into something through like like wicca phase and you end up getting into vein and then from vein you get into uh, i don't know what the next step over is trail lies yeah like regulate whatever okay. no no and that's your entry point each step of the way you should be going oh this is neat this is cooler than um listening to just what you know the cardi the b radio, song on the radio whatever, yeah. and then it's like oh this is co- oh this is cool this is cooler and by the time you get to hardcore you should be like yo this is fucking cool yeah a bunch of us fucking weirdos have ended up being like nope this is it this is the coolest thing there is yeah right. it is i mean it is it is anytime fact you bring, at least in my person like personal experience anytime you bring any kind of civilian to a like a good hardcore show a good show bring they them to a good show not believe sure. that this exists a good are so psyched parents, on. like pe- people like bring their parents like bands touring came. bands like whatever mm-hmm. yeah. they're i mean shout out Knox. my mom always knew what i was doing she was like mom my daughter likes this fucking weird shit yeah. whatever <laughs> but but like to me that's the deal she was like, like i saw the ramones they <laughs> they enter through whatever they enter in and is it just another genre it's getting there with a little bit of stuff but hardcore should always and I, I see it as a challenge if we're ending up just as another genre if hardcore is just another genre because it's not doing the things that hardcore should be doing it should be challenging the way things are done it shouldn't be other to it, yeah, it yeah, absolutely the is. Hardcore bands, if you like, absolutely. Let us, you're like, what the fuck is that? No, I, I use you can't fake it. Like, I you, can't, you either like it or you don't. Yeah, you can't I just be like, like oh, yeah. oh I, I think, I think you can fake it. I mean, those bands don't last very long. But like, and like, I feel like there's. I mean, as a fan, I feel. Yeah. Like you, oh like, yeah. If you're like a legitimate fan, you know, like that. That's like another thing. So, to me, I, I use Grill Biscuits as the example of something that's not that challenging. From the I hardcore world, I, right? Who a lot of people do. Sorry, right, they're, they're good. Um, I play when I was 16, and my father's friend, who was a blind man, who was a music virtuosi- virtuoso, like he was, went to Berkeley School of Music in Boston, could play literally every instrument, had like had all these instruments hanging up because he couldn't. He was blind, and he would just be able to feel it out, and he had them hanging all over his house. Love Gorilla Biscuits. <laughs> no, I put on Gorilla Biscuits and he goes, what the fuck is this garbage? And I was like hurting my heart. But like in reality, he's hearing it and going, this is whack. This is children, this is this is children throwing a thing down the floor. Rock music. But, but that's good. And yeah, that's but right. But that's like, good. Rap is, the same. Rap oh. is punk music. Like it's, yeah. it's counterculture. It's challenging. Now we're getting wild. <laughs> well, I, I think one thing that differentiates hardcore from other genres of music and... 
that I I encounter when I see like other like types of music or whatever like that. The key difference for myself is when I'm at a hardcore show, at least for the most part, I feel like I am on the same level in some manner as a person on stage. You sure? There is some kind of and it, and if I see if I see a band where I feel like that person thinks that they're like above me or whatever, I'm getting that vibe. It's weird. Even if I like the music, I start kind of not rocking with that band as much. My shows must be brutal for you. And uh, <laughs> um, but uh, I'm superior. But uh, in other, I don't feel that connection when I go to other stuff. I if there's a certain level of unattainability it with depends. it depends you know, on the. The show, the yeah. rapper, the whatever. Like Look, I went to a like hard, show. I feel like if hardcore lost that though, it wouldn't be the same. Right, and that's that's the thing is that everybody who's in it and is stalwart here is saying they think it would be bad for it to be just another genre because they don't want to lose the things that make it not just another genre. I don't think it'll ever be about the things other genres are about. Like think about like rap. They're trying to make money. That's what they rap about. That's what you know. Mainstream, whatever kind of rap you want to talk about. Hardcore will never be about that. I think. Uh, I think. Do you our, think people get into hardcore bands like I'm going to be rich? Well, some fool. But, <laughs> some fool. But but uh, okay. Um, the driving want, factors the, are so different. Uh, yeah. Here, like, here's my question. Stop, Patty. I don't want to. Here we go. I don't give a fuck about rap. The the the, uh, the question is: wow. Do we uh, rap and photography? Too tired. Fucking. Uh, are you going to be the best at both? <laughs> I, I'm not a good rapper. Um, yeah. Um, yeah. Wow. A little practice. A little practice. Is that your nickname? A little practice is my nickname. That's a good nickname. Uh, yeah, that's a fun diss. Dude, little practice is a fun good. diss. Well, when we have our fake beef, that's what I'm going to call yeah, you. Little practice. Little, pa- little Patrick. More like little pa- practice. Little Patty little. practice. Yeah, all right. So here's the question that I'd like to drill down to. I would like it, to not whisper. If I like to whisper too. <laughs> if hardcore uh, is... Uh, more musically mm-hmm. uh, palatable to a larger audience, which I believe it is, mm-hmm. right? Okay. Not because hardcore has necessarily changed. No just music. Because, yeah, yeah, just because yeah. people mm-hmm. have experienced everybody's, everybody's post-Mountain Dew now. Yes, so exactly. If it is the case, are we going to see what I thought I was seeing in the mid-2000s, which was uh, people who were afraid of having their culture co-opted go further and further into extreme forms like grind like things like this like things that are meant to alienate whether that's mm-hmm. harsh noise or whatever mm-hmm. fuck, whatever fuck bullshit like but do you think we're going to do that or do you th- think as maybe I do right now and this is the, mm-hmm. the, our, our rap aficionados at the end of the table are, mm-hmm. might not agree with me I know um, we'll stick I, to the guitars over here <laughs> I think I think hardcore uh, culturally at this exact moment by my standards, Mr. Patrick Russell, Isaiah Kinlan mm-hmm. standards, is PRI is about as unchallenging. P R I K. Yeah, chosen. Yeah, chosen. Um, it's not a particularly challenging culture no. at the moment. I, well, I agree with that. I mean, yeah. it literally, no, it's no. certainly safer than what I grew yeah. up. And, not, and let's not just take the, the physical. People, yeah, let's not. That's a part of it, and we can get to that. Like people kicking each other. You can still like, find the room to yeah, get kicked uh, in, right? But, but but it's a good it's a good room. Is is the challenge uh, to the larger society still there? The challenge to the larger society. I don't see it, and maybe that's well because are we saying because we're kind of conflating. We're saying the sound isn't sonically as as challenging as it was. Well, I think I think tying back to the episode you talked about the Drake record dropping uh, as being a potential 
issue for uh for you know like potential conflict for releasing music you yeah. know on the same day i feel like in regards to you patrick speaking about how it's not as challenging um i think circling back to that record dropping mm-hmm. uh like that day is the kind of thing where I feel like in the past that would never have been an issue because the people that were involved were so counter mainstream culture that it would not have even been a thought process. Right. Mainstream stuff has become okay to like. And, and I th- that's why, like the sense fields of the world exist. Yeah. Because it was like I can't listen to Pearl Jam, but I can listen to Farside. Right. And I think that I think that's where the because when the, the challenge doesn't exist, so that, you're seeing no you're seeing no separation from the mainstream. Yes, and so therein inherently there's no there's almost not a uh, there's almost like saying that people who are into hardcore they don't see the need to challenge the mainstream. Uh, well, exactly. I 100 percent agree with. Like, but what, that's what exactly like I'm some saying. Some Gigi Allen type. No, well, no, or like no. brace of noise, <laughs> or <laughs> but just, I want more people to be like, "Yo, fuck the Drake record." As uh, like, there's a hardcore record coming out today. Fuck the Drake uh, record. I, you know? Is this a product of the fact that maybe, maybe, and yeah. there's going to be people that take Internet. issue with this statement? Period. Maybe the larger culture has caught up to a degree, not just musically, but mm. also in. That's in a good point. Well, so I, don't, I so, see. I don't feel like that. My well, mom doesn't know what the fuck. You know, like no, re- you're in this world and you feel like. If I log on to Twitter, I can find a thousand people talking to me about Black Lives Matter, which is a thing that when I got into hardcore music was people tabling at a thing. Yes. You know what I mean? And is so now I'm saying that the maybe the like for example. Um, where did we say got vegan shit the other day and you asked me, is this victory? Dunkin' Donuts. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, so Dunkin', Dunkin Donuts. No, they got uh, some vegan drinks and maybe donuts coming soon. So Dunks. Is there anything for... New Hampshire's finest. Is there anything for hardcore to push? Like, has the have we been superseded by the actual culture that we were in protest to previously? All right, hold on. We've injected ourselves into said culture. The, that could be said. Um... Did the culture catch up? Some, not all, because you also look at the pushback we're seeing with a great amount of people in this country who are like, no, let's make America great again by thinking it's okay to yell at people who are a different race than me. I saw Trump protest today on 36 in Middletown. Like a pro-Trump? No, pro-Trump. Yeah. Pro Trump. So, um, so we got. So, has <laughs> society point, caught up? No, but is some of the visible stuff you see the people who you would consider more progressive thinkers? Uh, yeah, maybe. Um, but but that's where I see like the hard part of this conversation is that I see people pushing even further, and I think that's that's good, and it's actually challenging people in this world. Yo, uh, there's things that I, don't I agree hear, with. I don't even it. hear crust bands really asking for anything important anymore. I don't. I. I really. Well, what are the limits of importance? Like, what? What is the boundary? Like, I mean, look. If we like you, you you'll say it yourself. Like, yo, we've been vegan. We've been but, but we've here, been animal rights. Here's my you point. Know? In, in 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 1996, I was the bleeding edge of right. uh, 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 of fringe mentalities. In 2018, with no literally no change in myself, mm-hmm. I'm now a left like just a slightly left liberal. You yeah. know, what I mean, classical True. liberal, yeah. right? Right. So the world has changed in That's that right. respect, right? So, but what I'm saying is, why hasn't the counterculture kept up? 
And like, if we were asking, uh, if the counterculture was asking for the veganism and, and uh, racial equality sure. uh, 25 years ago, why aren't we now asking for the dissolution of the state? And, and, well, because and, that's, and that's, that's why. I mean, because you know two reasons, literally, the, that we've gotten closer to the center because of like mainstream and, and seeing these things. And, you know, that I, I think that's part of it. It's just like, one, things have moved left, as you've said. You used to be extreme fringe, and now you're just left of center. And a subculture has moved closer to mainstream culture. And mainstream culture has moved closer to subculture because they've kind of bled into each other. And like, if you go back 40 years, if you go to the 70s, how did big rock bands get a start? Well, they'd play cover shows at their local bar, hoping somebody would discover them and give them a gig for a while, and then they it's could get so a recording deal. Now. And then then subculture comes around and says, fuck that, we're going to play this dude's garage and this dude's basement, we're going to put out our own record, and then that changed things so radically, mainstream shit starts to shift. Then the stuff that doesn't shift says, oh, that's cool, let's give the appearance of shift. So I think there's the appearance of shift and actual shift, and has shift, uh, where does where does the fringe go? What is the extreme? You're right. Let's dissolve the state. I, I'm I'm being wild, but like, and I look. If you are 19 and listening to this and thinking that I'm just sounding woefully out of touch mm-hmm. and shitty and judgmental, then please hit me and let me know. I don't even see you challenging each other anymore. That's like a good I don't question. even see anybody going in front of a room of people and saying, That's true. "Hey, I'm going to say something that could potentially be, uh, get me unliked." No, that could, like, yeah, could piss some people off. Yeah. Well, I think one thing with that too is there's two, this. There's an like an entity, so to speak, that has two effects of things we both talk like things mm-hmm. people in the room have talked about, with the use of like social media, internet, how accessible everything is. Mm-hmm. It used to be in the past if you wanted to learn about something, you had to like go deep through like dive, deep like, channels yeah. in order to figure out about it. Now everybody can find like a surface level thing about something and be like, oh, I'm kind of into it. Everybody's kind of into everything mm-hmm. now. Same thing with bands though. Like and, I didn't know what the bands I was listening to looked yeah. like. Yeah, That's oh, that was like, like a crazy thing, you know. And uh, it's like what Bob talked about where some people picked subculture because they were from wherever they were from and they were like, well, I gotta do this you know, because it's like, this is what's available, you know, to me or whatever. Now you don't have to do anything like that for like social interaction. It's just, you can literally just be into everything a little bit. Mm -hmm. And then also speaking about, um, what, you know, what you're saying, uh, in regards to like the internet and everybody not saying anything challenging, not challenging each other. you're not if you, like I think one of the things it's there is, is that it's you too to you have to be safe because people come at your like sort of like your image online oh certainly you know and everything like that so what ends up happening is that people don't I mean I, I do respect that about you that you say a lot of what is actually on your mind and yeah, more like fuck photography more, yeah like fuck photography photography I'm the best photographer he's the best yeah, he's the best photographer he's not the best rapper but fuck rap and photography it's definitely yeah. an issue of overcorrection, and like people are afraid to say anything people so are, what's it gonna, what's it gonna take is it gonna take a 19 year old who's not afraid of a social death and just comes out and says whatever challenging thing is gonna take but will people no, like no. that kid no, people speeches, won't, and, and they like, will. It's not afraid of a social death, and not afraid of a, a physical throwdown, too. Shout oh, out, I, shout out to this, world. shout out to this hypothetical nineteen-year-old. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. The golden child, we'll call mm-hmm. him. Yeah. Um, the, I don't know. I. Uh, it's just a thing that's been on my mind. A Proteus. Lot I loved. I, I had a great time at Santa Fury. It was just. I. I just talk about it because it was the most hardcore. Oh yeah, we were just in there. A row that Still I had there. seen in a minute, and I had a great time. At, but 
and I don't need it to be more than music fest where people are coming out and being mm. like, and being like, what about the germs? Don't you not want to kill the germs? I don't need that fucking dialogue, mm-hmm. but I do. F- and it doesn't have to be political either. It can be self-challenging. It can be fucking, I don't care if somebody, no, but there's also like, been, I mean, there's a lot of people who are like, well, there's not really that many straight edge bands around, you know, there's not a lot of that. There's a lot more just like, oh yeah, I'm uh, maybe I'm straight edge, maybe I'm not. Maybe and I am, maybe the I'm straight not. edge bands that do exist right now. I don't want any names cause like, I'm friends with a bunch, but, a lot of them don't talk about it. That's right. Yeah, I noticed you know, because they don't, because they don't want to. It, I don't know if it's subconscious or conscious. I think that's even. More I told like, Trail. I told Tom we throw straight edge on a shirt, man. Yeah, I don't yeah. think a Trail shirt has existed with. with oh wait, wait. I think there's like Maybe. one, just yeah. one. But the straight edge kids know what the straight edge bands are. That's the right. thing for mm-hmm. me. It's like sure. all of my straight edge friends are like, oh, I only care about the edge bands. Mm. Oh, that's insane. That's crazy. That's crazy. There's only like a. And I'm super. No, I'm like super straight general, edge, and that's like, crazy. Oh, we're going to a fest. We're going to see these edge bands wow. specifically. You know, that's like, a unique. Actually, crowd, kind of yeah. part of that is sort of cool to me. But <laughs> I don't, it's a, some of them are not good right now. So, the, but yeah, that's true. Uh, anyway, that's a large topic, and I don't want to give. But our, no, I mean, uh, this is a question for you. Do you feel challenged uh, by the bands? Do you feel challenged by the bands you listen to? Do you think that's a part? of it does it make you think about things we we're talking about this on the, the episode there'll be a patreon episode um if you can find it uh in the mishmash of yelling um the lyrics matter do what a band is saying matter i actually i think this is good i wasn't really going to talk about this because i th- thought it could get misconstrued saw antagonized just the other night and bedard always has stuff to say and he, he was talking in between bands and he was talking in between songs rather and he said uh he's like this song is kind of about how amazing it is to live in this time right now mm-hmm. um be a witness to this history um to see america uh falling apart and crumbling and just like it's it's incredible to be witnessing to it and, it's kind of, and he spoke about it in this weird kind of irreverent way that um that was unique and it was I, I was listening I'm like ah, I think there's going to be people who take this as some like insensitivity like, to things, how, like things are better now than they ever have been no well no 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 like thinking appreciating how fucked up everything is yes but not taking into consideration who's getting fucked up like, right. well yeah saying like right. being able to be like oh I appreciate how fucked up this is and being witness to this is a unique experience can, can, can I just people that are experiencing are like yo motherfucker yeah. right I and, but I don't this, think but, yeah. uh, I know we don't need to say this but real quick yeah. is it not implicit that when somebody says something it's from their point of view or perspective like but why would I ever need to account but that, for but people, human being's perspective because people don't want to, the people don't want to enable individuality. We've we yeah. kind of we, on, we circle on that. Bullshit. I'm sorry, I interrupted right. you. I just want to spike the fu- no, spike but the but microphone. but but with that, I was like, he's saying nothing bad here, and he's not even trying to be indignant or like, oh, oh, oh shit sucks, right? Isn't it crazy that we could see it? He was trying to spe- speculate. I believe, and I didn't talk to the man, but I think he was speculating that like be aware of what's going on see that this is crazy and don't don't be totally ignorant to it but i think lyrics you know. matter yeah. i mean it's that's like what got me into hip-hop was like you know all these references it's like this whole culture of like a demographic i've never experienced personally and they're like talking about shit talking about malcolm x like that's how i found out about so much shit was like good hip-hop music like yeah. talking about real shit all these like you know references and i think hardcore could be the same you know I mean, it, I mean, it literally was for like so. Tom Dom, who was a guest on the on the this crazy episode, mm-hmm. uh, I know his background. Shout out, my man Tom. I know where he's from, mm-hmm. and I know that that Earth Crisis was unavoidable for like mm-hmm. he would have been on the young end, but yeah, yeah. Unav- un- he, he's definitely a, a big fan. Unavoidable, <laughs> and but here's the deal: is like 
there's many people who Earth Crisis is just a stepped on Slayer. You know what I mean? Yes. Like for many people, that's the thing. But uh, for people that um, like lyrically different enough from virtually everything that it that's the part you can't take away you from can't that take band. Away you can't take away from them so, and you can't take away that they had something they were saying and were challenging people and, in their and, space but, and that's where I'm going and I they guess, were that, preaching to the choir there were people who were behind it but even whatever the size of the choir this, whatever the size of the choir you're still preaching out to people who don't know what you're about you know, you know what I mean I, I don't know I think something that's kind of interesting about that though is Earth Crisis did a lot of work in early you know the mid 90s cementing mm-hmm. their their thing mm-hmm. their animal liberation yeah. their vegan straight edge you know thing um i remember a show when i was younger that uh happened at home and a lot of kids showed up and they all had like bought like these yellow shirts and a lot of them had like recently claimed vegan or claimed edge and they all like were going specifically to see earth crisis because of what earth crisis was about was about and this is years later i know a lot of those people too that are still vegan and straight edge and like i I think to myself i'm like is there any band right now that is saying anything that is going to have that kind of impact on somebody in 20 years? So th- that's, that's, mm, that's ultimately the, the question where, that I where guess I'm to. asking yeah. is uh, when we fail to challenge each other, it's like, look, I've talked about it a hundred times on this podcast. Earth crisis goes through periods where everybody thinks it's tacky and stupid. Then it goes through periods where people oh, yeah. think it's like kind of romantic. And then people go through periods where it's like just a fact of life. I, I booked them recently and I told, I said about booking it. I was like, if it was a year earlier, I wouldn't have done it. If it was a year later, I wouldn't have done it because right. I was like, cause kids it's right now are into it. Yeah. You and, know? and, but Look, does every band need to have like an Earth Crisis no, case? No, absolutely a, not. An ethical or a good, political position? It needs to be some. Definitely no, not. No. I prefer not. But but I just think that like uh, I am at the moment, and this please, if listeners know of things that are deeply challenging, not things you like, don't get them confused. No, and if you, like uh, we want to hear about what's challenging you, and also if there's bands you're connecting with on a lyrical or message or whatever the hell it is, level that's provoking yeah, yeah I'd love I'd love to know what like a young person like right now is like because I read and listen to these lyrics and really feel them it's right like now. a it's something we can't even understand like growing up with YouTube growing up with that's I was like right point. at the tail oh, end wow. of that that's a good and point. It's, yeah. it's really it's a different world and it's like you have to you have to take that into consideration when you write off all this new kind of music. You're like, they don't even understand this is all they've ever known. Mm-hmm. They can throw a song on SoundCloud and have 4,000, you know, listens because their friends are listening. Like, that's their life. Like, Lil, Lil Kara. You you are pumping the SoundCloud. We're gonna, let, let, let's end on Lil that K note. I, I, don't, I didn't mean to give us like a, this, this podcast a theme where I say, is it just a genre now? I don't want to keep drilling down on that. Well, I think there's something people mind. need to think about. It's been on my mind. You know, yeah. I think I think it's something that like, you know, like how how do how do things go a good direction when like you say like having thought provoking discussions, somebody on stage being thought provoking. Somebody listens to this episode, this podcast and they're like, "Hmm, I'm thinking about making a band." Like do I want to say something? You can say one thing yeah. on stage and it's like it's thought provoking. Like I saw the adolescents a couple of weeks ago and he said something about like work is important. Like don't let, you know, he said something along those lines and I'm like, respect. Yeah, we respect. disagree. Respect. Like, you know, just, I respectfully disagree. Someone, <laughs> like myself, I do respect that. Counter, but, like, counter it's point. important, no, it's not. It's no, important no. to like your work, like something like that. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's, no, it's it, saying something is interesting. 
But that's you don't thing. have to. You don't and have it to. Took me out of the moment. I love I to disagree. Like, oh. <laughs> I love to disagree. Come yeah. out and be disagree like, to be like, disagree. Come out and be like it's boring. Uh, we're, when everyone agrees. We're settling the West Bank, and I'll be like, oh no. <laughs> but like, fuck it. You know what I mean? At least mm-hmm. you got an opinion about fu- some fucking thing. It doesn't have to be political. Come out. And here's the part that I think is dangerous. People are going to, at some point. It's going to take the form of being an edgy 19-year-old that says something fucked up, and I need people to understand that that is the way that the fucking world rolls. And Hardcore is nothing if it's a group of people getting behind edgy 19-year-olds saying something extreme. That's all I want in life. You can find us on Twitter at... Axe to Grindcast. And you can email us at... Axe to Grindpodcast at gmail.com. And you can go to facebook.com slash... Axe to Grindpodcast. And Maybe. join our group, hang out with us. A lot of um, talk going on there, a lot of chatter. It's it's That's fun. Good. It's fun. It's better than a message board. <laughs> That's what the uh, someone put. Who's better, Void or Faith? Or faith. Tough, tough question. Good question. My like my opinion top. my opinion has changed over the years. I'm a but void. Uh, okay, so. Uh, thank you very much to our guests, even the semi-silent ones. Uh, Chris from Win- Lake Winnipesaukee. Um, do you want to like do like ads and stuff? Yeah, like Kara, what's your, you, what's your at? What's your, let's oh, build your brand. Oh, yeah. My Instagram's at KZA underscore. At KZA underscore. Like, okay. Like, okay. Um, uh, yeah, My at is at Ace. X Edge on all platforms. And also, if you live in the Mid-Atlantic area... Oh, I am straight edge, actually. If you live in the Mid-Atlantic area and want to go to the best hardcore shows available, uh, follow at Richmond Hardcore Shows on Instagram as well. Wow. Mm. Uh, Ace is in the band's Breakaway and Neuromancer. Check out both those bands. Uh, Check out Incision. Uh, Check out Drug Church. And uh, the last self-defense record is pretty cool. It's great. So good job. Thank you very much. I will say that. Have a good night, everybody. Thank you.